Leverage is back. It's job number three. Twelve actants. Never stopped for them. What was that? Your outburst melted together. <laughs> I said it never stopped for them. Oh yeah. Technically, never stopped for us either. There's just delays. You're ruining the immersion. There's no immersion. Now then, it's a dark and stormy night. So now, so what are what do all of you guys do in the um, two weeks following the um, the charity? The charity job and the legal job. Hmm. Um. Let's see. I guess one one thing worth questioning is uh is like are we all basically tearing loose or are we all still a crew? That's up to you guys. I generally prefer the second one, but it's up to you guys. <laughs> uh, I guess in that case, um. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, Magpie probably, uh, asks Jeff about that. Um, probably shortly after that job, uh, just saying, Jeff, can I talk to you for a second? All right. So we just completed the big job that you wanted me on, um, is that it? I, I can't really say. Mostly, I'm just wondering where you're going with this. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm kind of playing this one by ear. Um, I, I took it because I needed the money, and now I have money. I'm, I'll let you know if anything comes up. Is, is there a way I can contact you? And yes. You can be. Yes, I can give you my personal contact. Alright, I mean, I'll keep an ear to the ground, but, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'm gonna have to be a lot more discerning this time if, if, if this, uh, last go around is any indication. It's quite alright. It was fun either way. That being said, I have had fun. A lot more fun than I expected working with the team. Yeah, it's nice that someone's got your back, right? It is. So, contact me if there's anything else. And if I don't hear from you first, maybe I'll have to get in touch with you as soon as the Baltimore job pans out a little better. Of course. I haven't forgotten about it. Appreciate it. Take care of yourself. I'll give it a shot. She'll, uh, give him a little wave, uh, take her, take, take her stuff, uh, duffel bag full of loot, uh, and also full of other belongings, and, uh, she'll, she'll head out for, for the next couple of weeks. She'll head out till Jeff contacts her again. Okay. Anyone else want to uh, split off, or are you just hanging around doing your own thing, sticking around town? Let's see. Um, honestly, most of the things that Kayla does, she can do from anywhere. So she's probably um, she's probably going through multiple different anonymous contacts, looking for her next form of hacktivism. So she doesn't really need to build things for other crews. Her payday is more or less taken care of at this point. So whatever. Sure. sure. She can she can go back to her apartment uh, sometime. Yeah, no worries. You know what? It's yeah. You never know when you might do. Uh, you never know when you might need a, uh, a bunch of other people to help you out in that matter. Yeah. Say so you spend some time hacktivating or whatever it is you do. Yes, she hacktivates the Gibsonite. <laughs> the Gibsonite Hacktivate Republic. The flat at. <laughs> Hack the flat at. 
Sounds like you're saying Captain Planet. Hack the planet. I know, it just sounded like you were saying Captain Planet with a really weird accent. Captain Planet. Anyway. (laughs) So, about two weeks later, you receive a mysterious message, Jeff. Alright. An email. Um. (laughs) No, you did not receive a massage. (laughs) Well, you might. I don't know what you did in in the two weeks. It's a link to a YouTube video, and written beneath it is is written, Anatoly Almazny, Joanne Harcourt, I Didn't Do It. He will watch it and immediately skip past the terrible Budweiser ad. (laughs) Men, when you're resting, you need a... Anyway. Uh, yes. It is a a video of a recent high-profile... Magic act done by a uh, done by a man named Lucas Crow. That's Crow with an E. It's fancy. The fancy Crow, like Russell. Yes, and it's a it's a big publicized act where he is going to disappear the Kimberly Diamond. That's at least what it says in the description. And it cuts in. It appears to be a camcorder video from somewhere in the crowd of people watching him in this museum. And uh, it's this beautiful emerald-cut diamond he's holding between his thumb and middle finger as he's uh, chatting up the audience. You can't really hear it over the din of the crowd ooing and aahing, though. Suddenly, he throws down a he throws down a pellet of smoke. It brushes up past him, and he puts his hands out, and the diamond is gone. However, it's at that point that his confidence falters. For the next about three minutes, it looks like he's attempting to bring it back, and he's failing. And then the security guards come in. And that's about where the camcorder cuts out. Huh. Alright, well, first off, um, he's going to just do a casual, you know, Google search on the name, the two names, and then the, the magician and the museum names. Sure. Uh, the museum is, um, let's call it the Minneapolis Museum of, Mod- of, um, of natural history and modern arts. Because why not Minneapolis? Oh yeah, the Monomo. <laughs> yes, the Monomo. <laughs> so you look at the Monomo website, <laughs> and uh, you see that, um, indeed, they, um, well, it's sort of been recently altered, but, re- but uh, a recent cached page shows that um, they were broadcasting that they had, quote, the Kimberly Diamond. It says the Kimberly Diamond was discovered in the Kimberly Mine in South Africa, is cut into a distinctive emerald cut shape in 1958 and it measured 70 carats. Only recently did it enter our collection. So there's a 70 carat diamond on the line. For your search on Anatoly Almazny, you get absolutely nothing. And for Joanne Harcourt, you get like a LinkedIn profile in Minneapolis. Not a whole lot more. Um, does it list that she was working there? Uh, yes, it, d- it does mention that she is a, um, she is a museum liaison. And as for Lucas Crow, he's actually a fairly high-profile uh, magician, known for doing uh, death-defying stunts, big, high-profile things. So, David, uh, more David Blaine, less David Copperfield? Right. He's a very straight-laced sort of, uh, sort of magician. People love him, but he draws big crowds wherever he goes. Has he freaked any minds, though? No, notably. 
he's he is uh if you look at any of his previous work he is absolutely not of like the goth freak show uh wave of magic like uh, Chris Angel yes the mind freak yes <laughs> <laughs> and um as you look into him you start to notice incredibly recent news reports about how a magician has stolen a diamond uh how long has it been since the camcorder footage was taken? Uh, the camcorder footage went up about three hours ago, and it's already starting to hit the thousands of views. It's starting to go viral very quickly. Um, I guess what I mean more was, um, how long has it been since uh, the diamond was stolen? Oh, uh, that is about on the order of 24 hours. Okay. Um, I guess... Is what's the is the does, is the email that the it came from significant or did you I'm sorry did you say it was anonymous? Uh, the email has been routed through a number of um, of different routers, proxies, things like it's that. A, it's, it's effectively it's, anonymous. Yeah, effectively. Maybe with some serious digging work, you could do it. But I get a feeling you might already know where it came from. Yeah, I didn't do it. Okay. Um. So I guess he will uh will have a you know a little montage uh of him on the phone or at the computer uh getting in contact with everybody else. Uh Magpie first, the message he sends is just uh how would you like to steal a diamond back? With a link with a link to the video. She uh she she says can I keep it? Ellipsis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the the challenge that counted, Magpie. We're giving the diamond back. Sad face. Uh, she replies, um, she replies, fine. I'll be there. Yeah, Going to the Monomo! Uh, yeah, you know, he'll <laughs> he'll send everybody tickets to, to Minneapolis. Is, is that actually what it comes out to? I'm All trusting right. you on this, Matt. It comes out to, to Monhama. Monama With two M's in the beginning. that's a mess my pepper sees to uh, my pepper sees to uh, to uh, abort whatever heist she's currently doing whatever diamond store she's already uh, she's already crawling through the vents of and uh, is in Minneapolis she takes a bunch of quarter sized diamonds and throws them over her shoulder and walks away (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) <laughs> so uh how's how are you getting Kayla back in on this? Um actually I'll just say like uh hey, could you maybe figure out where uh this email came from and just give give her the whole email. Uh and just say, um I already called Magpie about maybe trying to get it back. Question mark. Yeah, I'll give it a crack, or I'll take a crack at it. I'll do that thing. Yeah, do that thing. I'll give it to the crack. That you do. All right, so are you trying to figure out? Um, Either way, make me intelligence plus hacker. Yeah. But let's uh, see what you're trying to figure out. Hmm? Let's see what you're trying to figure out. Yeah, because it wouldn't be too hard to anonymize this. I guess I, could try, I guess I could try and figure out the computer it originated from by looking at the IP address. I'd have to get into the internet company, but honestly, like, that's part of what I do. All right. Let me hack this shit. 
Um, I'm assuming that this that this is this is uh, too vague to be uh, to be the Mark's communications. Yes, absolutely. Uh, how's an eleven? Eleven. So tell me again exactly what you're trying to do. Okay, so I'm so uh, I'm basically doing uh, I'm basically. Uh, doing like a more complicated trace route, I guess. Um, I'm going, I'm hopping, uh, I'm going to hop through the server or I'm going to hop from IP address to IP address um, until I eventually get back, until I eventually get back to the source. And then from there, I can figure out the IP provider who originally had it um, somehow. Uh, I can figure, well, I can figure out the ISP that had it. And then from there, I don't know. We can probably, we can probably, we can probably figure out a, we can figure out a, a jurisdiction. Or an area, um, although honestly, I'm guessing it probably came from Minneapolis. Sure so did. That'll take it. Yeah. So aside from that, I can't really get any contact. Uh, what is what's the email address? Uh, I guess I can crack the email address. Like whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, sure. I'm gonna. I can crack. I can break into this anonymous email address and find out they put no personal information in. Because why the fuck would they do that? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, yeah, you you easily beat that. Um, so essentially, you managed to find, uh, you, you managed to find the system, the email system, and get, get a notorious exploit out, and basically you managed to find out what email address was previously logged in, in that email client. Oh, okay. And, uh, that's, and, and that's, uh, email address is magicalcrow at darkmail.com. Fucking goddamn. <laughs> You know what? Never mind. We're not saving this guy anymore. <laughs> All right, job over. Good game. I'm, I'm going hey, to fucking Bermuda. Now, 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 can I? Uh, now, can I steal the diamond back for myself? It's not funny, magpie. Is it, isn't the magical crow basically a magpie? Hell is a magpie. <laughs> it is a kind of blackbird. Tends to hoard. So it's like a crow. a crow. It's a kind of a crow, yes. Also, hi. I tapped in your communications. Yes, I noticed. <laughs> I just I'm... been here the whole time. <laughs> Kayla's just like, I'm in. <laughs> Hi guys. We're not even on a phone. <laughs> just walk into the walk into the room. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, hi. <laughs> Someone's phone is now set to speakerphone, and she talks through it. <laughs> I can see you in the corner. Um, also, did I get the? Did I get? Well, I guess the video is circulating, and I'm pretty well on the internet. Um, uh, yes, you're absolutely on the internet. Yes, 100%. You cannot be removed from the internet. Uh, what's the account that uploaded the video? Uh, uh, the, the account is just like Magic Freak 112 It's a random audience goer. Okay. Um, yeah, I can, I can also, uh, I'll just send it, uh, hey Jeff, I can get the, I can get the deets on the guy that, uh, on the guy that uploaded this video if you want those. Probably. Normally, it wouldn't matter, but I'm still a little paranoid after the last job. Let's just make sure this is not a setup, and yeah, go ahead and check that out. I mean, hell, it could be a lead. Alright, let me break into the, let me break into Magical Freak's YouTube account. Yeah, Magic Freak 112, roll it. Alright. Uh, yeah, 15. Um, 
15. Jesus. Although it's actually going to be hard to it's actually going to be hard to get a lot of his contact information because Google actually does two-stage verification. So in order to do this, I also have to get his I also have to get his cell phone company to go I have to get his cell phone messages to start going to my phone so I can get in. Um so you break his profile and uh and you his password is Copperfield by the way. Of course. And uh you you get his email address. All right. Um Here's yeah. Here's the uh, here's the email he signed up with. Um, come to think of it, he ha- if he has a Gmail address, I didn't even need to crack this. I could have just gone to his Google Plus profile. <laughs> Check me out on Google Plus. Like I could have committed four felonies, like I did, or I could have just clicked his profile. Look, I wasn't sure if he was using Yahoo or something. The guy's called Magic Freak. Hell, he could be on Hotmail. Hey, is he on Hotmail? He's not on Hotmail. Damn. Are you on Hotmail? You leave Hotmail the fuck alone. (laughs) My email email client is (laughs) AskJeeves. Netzero.net. AOL.com. You got mail. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's the saddest fact about America. That there are still 10 million active AOL subscribers in this country. And they predominantly use caps lock. Okay, so he'll either check out the profile or use oh, the email address to look around. Also, yeah, I'm sure. going to also I'm going to get in contact with Magpie maybe if I have any of her contact info. Sure. Okay, because I'll just send it to her and say like, hey, if you're going to steal a diamond from a magic act, how would you do it? Uh, okay, let's see. Can I make like a intelligence, intelligence plus, plus thief? Or... That is exactly the role. Sure. Sure. Also, how did the guy do this? I don't. I, don't, I know. It's, I know smoke's involved. Maybe a mirror. So let's do like this. Uh, I got an eight. Eight. All right. Um. So you know enough about thievery, and you know enough about magic that uh, you can be pretty confident that. Sorry. Uh, you can be pretty confident that it would be virtually impossible to steal the object of a magician's act from him without him knowing it. Well, uh, for one, it is impossible to steal to, to steal from a magician, especially a famous one like like, uh, like this guy, without him knowing it. All right. So if you wanted to, if you wanted to skimp out on the prestige, where would you hide it? Do any of you have magic training? I figure I figure thiever, I figure magic is a combination of thievery and con schemes. Uh, yeah. Let me look at the stats and skills. Low stats and skills. Maybe mastermind? I don't even know. Yeah, I well, like Nate, mastermind Nate, in the show Nate Ford is an expert magician, but that might just be totally unrelated. No, uh, no, I I like where you're going with this. Uh intelligence plus mastermind. So uh, Amanda's mad she's not even in the call. It's uh, 16. 16, you say? All right. So, here's what you know. You know, the uh, video is not fantastic, but you know he put down smoke, which means he wanted something to happen the audience could not see. And you know that the diamond was not on his person, and the diamond was not on any of his nearby accoutrements. Or the, the security guards would have found it on the subsequent investigation. By the way, all of these, um, all of these, uh, news reports, of course, say the diamond has not yet been found. 
So you know that under the cover of this smoke, the diamond had to go somewhere else. And then someone, not him, assuming that he's not full of shit, then took it afterward? That's possible. Now, another thing you know from looking at Lucas Crow is he, um, he's known for working completely solo. No assistants, no engineers, no one. Right, because he's very David Blaine. Street magic. Yeah. So a man who can pull an ace of spades out of your nose. Alright, so if we, if we take it to this, that face value, I'm not saying that that's necessarily the assumption we should go with, but say we do, he sent us this email because he works alone, so it'd have to be somebody at the museum. Who knows, maybe he even cleared with the museum, like, the nature of the trick in order to make sure that, that he wasn't just going to rip their diamond off of them. So maybe this woman who apparently works at the museum as some kind of liaison is is the one who ripped him off. I have no idea who this Anatoly is. Hey, out of curiosity, did they take him away in handcuffs after the act? Uh, the the video stops before he's actually taken away. I mean, Lyle's just asking the others, <laughs> assuming one of them looks at it or <laughs> looked at it or something. Sure. Not to my knowledge. It'd be kind of spot on, wouldn't it? Well, I'm saying if if they took him straight to prison, he wouldn't be able to email us. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Plus, one more uh, point we're thinking of. A lot of these tricks, they're uh, hidden pockets, selective hand, things along those lines. What are the chances that someone knew his act, knew what he was going to do, and already had his suit costume tailored against him so they could easily just be there and catch it and leave. That's what I would do if I was going to... Yes. have a smoke screen. Indeed. That is what I would do if I was going to rip this man off. So it would fall out of his false pocket and they'd catch it. I would catch it and be gone by the time the smoke cleared. They looked at the video again. Like, is there anybody near him when this... Like, okay, first off, how big is the smoke screen? Is it, like, just him-sized, basically? Uh, the smoke screen is a single cloud that drifts up from hi- that drifts up slowly and um, goes against the ceiling and wafts around. But it does not appear there's anyone um, standing anywhere around him at the time. He was very sure to uh, establish that fact before he did the trick. I mean, it's a good theory, Magpie, but if that's true, they'd have to have come in through the ceiling in the smoke. Went past him, grabbed it, went back up looking at this. Yeah. I've Alternatively, been... under the floor, and yes, that's probably how I would do it, from the ceiling. Possible. Well, I think the best way to check this out would be to go to the museum. And uh, do we know where Do we know where Crow's being held? Is it also uh, in Minneapolis? Crow is, Crow is being held in the Minneapolis Municipal Prison. Maybe we could go to the prison, rattle Crow's cage. I don't really think he's the one who needs rattling here. I know, I but... just really wanted to say that, okay? Give me my fucking moment. You need to you need to calm down, maybe switch to decaf. Just be cool for a fucking second, man. Stop telling me to be cool. <laughs> I am cool. <laughs> we just had this discussion. Yeah. Well, I can break into the museum at night. Do a bit of crime scene investigation. That's good. Uh, we need an angle on this, uh, jo- Joanne? Joanne Harcourt. Joanne Harcourt. 
And we need to figure out who this Anatoly guy is. That's probably some internet stuff, maybe. I mean, I did some searching, but you know how oh. I am, sort of thing. Uh, so we need to figure out Anatoly. Uh, I did some minor searching, but you know how I am with these sort of things. Yeah, I can do some detective work. <laughs> Googled it. Wasn't shit. <laughs> and he must not fucking exist. <laughs> I Googled it twice. With different names. <laughs> what else do you want me to do? <laughs> One of those isn't even a Google for the right thing. <laughs> Look, this is why they pay you, Kayla. And by pay you, I mean entitle you to receive your massive hacking payments. Yes. That's right. What you doing? Oh, oh and then have... Uh... Yes? Yeah, probably drop for Lyle. Uh, just have Lyle walk around the place and check it out during the day, see what the goings-on are. Yeah, sure, I go to tons of museums. That's exactly why you need this cultural enrichment model. He, he walks by with a slightly hurt look. It's like a sad Doberman. The worst. <laughs> right then. So, who wants to go first? Let's see. Well, since you've already got your computer, you can do it the most chronologically quickly. How about you, Kayla? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how I'd go about this aside from just saying I search for them. Um... Well, what sort of information are you trying to find? Let's and where see. Are you um, so there's this person, uh, Anatoly Almazny is like just a total ghost, right? At least according to a basic Google search. Uh, yeah. As far uh, as where where there. did we see the name originally? It was on the video along it with was, Joanne it was, Harcourt. It was in the email with the link to the video. So clearly, this is a name that uh Lucas Crow knows. Magical Crow at darkmail.com. Right. Dino Steel. Um, alright, well, I'll look at, uh, um, shit, I'll start by, uh, looking around for, uh, known associates of, uh, Lucas Crow, I guess, or looking around for, looking, I'll, I'll go through, I'll see if I can find anything on Anatoly Almazny by figuring out their, by figuring out their relationship to Lucas Crow. Um, all right. by just kind of going, cause he's well enough, he's well enough known that I can find, that I can find, like, basically his whole history online. Yeah. Um, so I'll see if I can, so I'll see if I can find any point at which, uh, any point at which, um, uh, they may have worked together or any time that they may, or anything like that. Alright, roll me a hack check. Okie doke. Hacking it up. Uh, that is a 14. 14. So, you get all the information there is to know. Namely, um, Lucas Crow is very serious about working with nobody. In fact, you go even deeper into his, um, to the, like, he has camera crews and stuff like that, but you go even deeper into, um, like, personal reports. People have asked the cameramen, yeah, people, people have asked his cameramen, like, do you know him? Have you ever helped him on his tricks? And you find out that Lucas Crow is so serious about working alone that he will hire camera crews he has never had affiliation with before he comes to the city. Okay. So you find absolutely no link between Anatoly Almazny or Joanne Harcourt and him. Interesting. Hmm. Um. Uh, so we have Joanne Harcourt. I guess we'll find out more about her in a hot second. Um. So she works as a, as a liaison at the museum. What else is on her LinkedIn? <laughs> um. Not a whole lot, really. 
Uh, she's worked as a museum liaison and a couple of smaller administrative positions in other companies, okay. going from administrative assistants to uh, like administrative technician, all these buzzwordy things that basically just means the person who gets things done. Right. And in this case, means person who gets things done in relation to outside people. Right, right. Um, right, because she handles all the. I guess they wouldn't be docents. I don't know what I don't know what you call people at an actual paid museum. Um, uh, tour guides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Tour guide is probably the name of someone who runs a museum. Well, the people that show people around the exhibits. Because is a yeah. is she a per like what what is she what does she do as a liaison for the museum? Does she show people around? Or does she, or does she like manage those people, or what? Primarily, she handles business between the museum and other corporations. Like she'll, uh, she is no, she's as, at least as far as you can assume from the job title, she does things like negotiate new exhibits coming in from other places, stuff like that. Gotcha. Okay, so let's see. Um, oh, so she probably would have taken care of this. Uh, she probably would have been responsible for the uh, for Crow showing up, or the museum's deal with Crow in some way. Um, but yeah, that's something like somebody can find out by talking to her. Hmm. Let's see. Um, <laughs> uh, and there's nothing that comes up for any Anatoly Almazny. Not a thing. Interesting. So that might that's probably that might be a pseudonym. Well, it's probably a pseudonym. Um, although, although I will tell you this, uh, you go on Google Translate, <laughs> and uh, Anatoly Almazny translates to Diamond Sunrise. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm guessing that doesn't bring anything back either. Not a thing. Curious though. Um, so yeah, it's a, so it's definitely a pseudonym. It's just a pseudonym put through a translator. Um, right. All right. Yeah, I got an, I got no ideas because I haven't. I only have one lead to work off of, and it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll need some more information on the ground then. That's fine. Yeah. So I'll um. Let's see. Uh, I'll dig up some information about the. I'll dig up some more information about the. I guess about the Kimberly Diamond. It's uh. It's, it's all the details on that. It's whereabouts. Its value. Uh yeah, it's 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 priced at well, priceless honestly. But that doesn't mean it didn't change hands for large large sums of money at different points in time. We're we're talking in the area of less than 10 but more than 1 million dollars. Right. On the other side of things, that means it's not very that means it's also worthless unless you unless you run a like unless you run a secret auction for it. Right. Or you're stealing it for somebody. Right. 70 carats is a lot of carats. Yes. Yeah, in 1971 it entered a private collection, but in re- in a in the last year or so it ended up at the uh Menomenaha. <laughs> the Menomena. <laughs> Whatever it was. It's almost that. <laughs> the museum. <laughs> they make it the public museum so it'd be the phenomena. <laughs> God damn it. It'd be the public history and something. <laughs> We're not doing this. All right, yeah. Oh yeah. I and, uh, I'm, I I'll, I'm going to I'm going to call it quits on the on the early research there and I guess I'll uh get a ticket to Minneapolis. Oh um, yeah, just one more th- throwaway thing I'll need for mine is uh just something else shiny that they're that's on display there. 
like um, be worth insuring, and then the oh yeah, company. sure. I'll go. Th- um, yeah, I I'll go through. Uh, I'll I'll try and find out anything I can about incoming pieces. Um, and also, I guess I don't know any any research they're doing in the back. <laughs> if they have any, they're a natural history and also modern art museum, so they probably have I don't know fossils and stuff that they're working with on the back. I think. Yeah, they have, they have some fossil stuff going on. They and they they show off some of their uh, stuff in their uh, their their fun kids with fossils exhibit. They don't actually let you touch the fossils though. There's also no kids allowed. Yeah. I don't know no, why they call it that. Kids are allowed. So, so what was the other thing you wanted to know? Um, yeah, basically, basically, I'm just going to get him a laundry list of uh, of things of things presently at the museum and things the museum and and things that uh, things the museum is uh, is expecting to take on shortly. Basically, uh, I'm I'm just looking for enough information to form a cover of. Hey, I'm insurance guy here to make sure that more shit doesn't get stolen. Or yeah, hell, I'll just figure out the insurance company the museum works with. Oh uh, yeah, they 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 work for uh, they work for an insurance company called Peace of Mind Insurance Corporation. Okay. It's a it's a local Minneapolis based thing that mostly works with uh, big companies with a lot to lose. Okay, so they're more okay, okay. Um, and yeah, I guess I'll get I'll get him the so Peace of Mind Insurance. I'll get him a I'll get him a name and uh, or I'll add a name to the system. <laughs> I don't know how big they are if they'd notice that suddenly a new employee was just in was just in there. <laughs> it would be easier just to take an existing identity. Um and yeah, and then I'll just get him a laundry list of everything the museum has and is expecting to have in like the next three months. Hmm. Uh yeah, you you do find a small list of upcoming exhibits. Um you see that there are some controversial pieces coming in, and some less controversial. The SF uh, the SF MoMA is sending in a Big piece of canvas that says "adversary" in black stenciled letters. It's called "Untitled," <laughs> and they're also and they're also receiving uh, "Piss Christ" for, oh, a sh- man. for a short exposition. You just find yeah, you're just finding all the pieces that, that people hate, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, feel free to look it up, everyone. It's mate. It's probably exactly as bad as it sounds. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> oh, it's so edgy. The edgiest. All right, yeah. So you have, yeah. So you know all the controversial art pieces that are coming in. Yeah, there. There's also a couple of. There's also a couple of little ones. There's a. There's a Frida Kahlo coming in, and there's actually uh, coming over is. Um, there's a mid-sized lizard fossil that's coming in. Um, all right. So yeah, there's all of their research and, uh, there's all their research and, uh, bizarre art. So what do you want to do with that information? Um, I don't know. I'm giving it to Jeff. (laughs) You're up, Jeff. Jeff needed something. Although I guess the others are doing stuff. Well, Jeff needs to come up with with a plan of some sort. Yeah, so whatever other people want to do, probably talking to somebody the museum has before we break into the museum. Yeah, sure. Y'all touch down in Minneapolis in uh, mid-morning, where where the uh, sun is just poking out over the side of the horizon. You're a little tired. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, you want to do a little scene in there? 
No, I was just heard you getting into character. <laughs> you you start you started setting me up. I thought a scene was gonna happen. <laughs> oh, nah. You kept giving uh, me my. You kept giving me my my. You, you gave me a place and how I was feeling. It has been so long since I've been to Minneapolis. Have I stole anything from this place though? Just passed me. I mean, what are you gonna steal from the Mall of America? Well, I do steal from the uh, diamond stores for fun. I don't even think there's a Swarovski crystal in there. Probably not. Maybe that's why I didn't stay for very long. I, I mean. There's probably, like, gazelles in there or something. They're overrated. Too easy. That's that's exactly what I figured. And that frightens me a little bit. You, you find a cage jewelers within which every kiss begins. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and also, I mean, you don't want zales or Jabirs or any of them. Like, I think those are all... I, I looked into it a while back. They're all, like, conflict diamonds. What are diamonds on? The diamond industry is really its own little brand of evil, but if I started talking about that, we'd be here all day. <laughs> I'm a discerning thief. I'm not going to steal any any diamond that was already stolen once. Well, <laughs> Jeff, I for one would be interested in what you had to say about that, but you have business to take care of. Yeah. I'll take care about it later. Yeah, I knew some friends who went and did some work in South Africa after they got out of off duty. They're not really friends anymore. Next best, best thing to getting paid in blood, getting paid in blood diamonds. Okay. All right, so we've got about three hours until the museum opens. Uh, the museum's open early. Museum open dawn till dusk. <laughs> That's basically the hours they're keeping. After all, the Minneapolis Museum of Natural History and Modern Art is not well frequented, so to make up for admissions, they have to keep somewhat longer operating hours. Presumably, anyway. It's open. So you, do you guys go uh, full tourist? Get in there? Let's give it a walk around. Sure. Yeah, sure. You pick up some some admissions. Uh, there's actually a significant, significantly larger amount of people here than uh, you normally expect to see. It looks like they didn't expect to see this many people either. And a lot of them seem to be clamoring towards the area where the... Uh, towards the geology area. <laughs> Ironically, the diamond garnered more viewership when it was gone. <laughs> Look at this empty space. It is it is probably honestly too crowded for uh, for Magpie to really get any pre uh, uh, CSI stuff going on. She goes, but then she goes to the dinosaur exhibit. Also, as you enter, so there's awesome. <laughs> there are some dejected people walking back towards the entrance, grumbling. I was gonna like you know, kind of hang around the area where they're headed and just kind of try to eavesdrop, see what they're grumbly about. Uh, they're grumbly because the geology department has been entirely blocked off. So these are visitors, or are these people who work in the geology department who can't get to work? Uh, these are visitors. These are uh, museum goers who were here to to see the, the spot where a diamond was heisted right under the noses of a crowd. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so head over to geology... And too much static here to really get anything done, except for maybe look and see if there's anybody looking at the people rather than for a diamond or just at the general area. Yeah, so you're just looking around the general area? Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be a rather normal museum. And uh, the numbers are swiftly thinning out as uh, word gets closer and closer to the entrance that uh, the geology can't cannot be entered. 
Hmm. Like, that's a little, that's a little problematic. Well, then I mean, you, you were breaking in here anyway, Mac. Uh, alright. The dinosaur exhibit is nice, Nate. There's, uh, they, they've got almost a full, uh, megalodon in there. Oh man, is photography allowed? Uh, no flash photography, but they, they've, they've since gone back on enforcing cell phone photography or stuff like that. Sweet. Oh, she gets so many pictures of that. Lyle's going to be there checking out exits, access tunnels, so get blueprints if you can. Oh, if you need blueprints, you should just ask me. Uh, where are you trying to get blueprints? Of the museum. Well, yeah, but where are you trying to get them? Uh, yeah, he'll just ask Kayla to do it after they get back or something. <laughs> okay. Or are you trying to get them in the gift shop? Uh, hello, ma'am. Um, I, I noticed you don't have these on the shelves. Can I have the blueprints to the museum? Um, you know, how much is that going to be? It'll be like uh, ten, fifteen dollars. Do I get a special? Because two days ago something was robbed here. <laughs> like, can I get a discount for that for timeliness? And um, oh, wait, wait, do we start I, with I, any I, plot points? We oh, start with uh, one, one each. Okay. Can I spend a plot point to have an artist having a put the blueprints up as a piece of art? <laughs> yes. What? What? <laughs> it's a meta work of art where a blueprint showing uh, where all the other exhibits are is the piece of art. Actually, no. You... I'm kidding. I don't want to do that. Okay, I was gonna let you do something just less than that. It has the most. No, it has the most. Uh, the most detailed like uh, you are here map. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, the, the piece is called "Here Is the Art," and it's a blueprint showing where all the pieces of art are. <laughs> To protest or something? I don't know. <laughs> but by the way, there's a rather nasty thunderstorm over here, so sorry if I go out. Okay. okay. You will notice because the whole the whole chat will go down. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, Kayla, you don't even need, need to roll. I know you're capable of this. You get a copy of the blueprints of the place. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got. I'm going to my plotter. Is there anything sort of um, any strange architectural features that might have assisted the, the heisting of a of a diamond or the hiding of it during a magic show? Uh, Looks like we got this diamond shoot around everything. Uh, there appear to there appears to not be, and there also appear to be no entrances or exits besides the uh, the main one and the emergency exit. What's underneath is what's underneath the uh, the floor? Um, is there a basement? Uh, there's a basement. It's mostly um, like. Reserve fossil warehouses, storage areas, stuff like that. Alright. Um, how is the, how's the geo, actually, how's the geology department set up? Are there stairs that go up and like around the diamond area? Um, no, it's essentially just a one door showroom, uh, with an emergency exit out the back that, um, that connects off of the primary natural history area at the back of the museum. Okay, so when this guy was doing this act, he was basically like right up against a wall. Uh, he was in the he was in the, next to a case in essentially the middle of the room, but there were people only on one side of him. Okay, okay, oh, okay. So that's why nobody can actually get into the geology area because it's it's a single room. Yes, gotcha. Um, hmm. Uh, what's the uh, what's surveillance in this place like? 
uh, standard security cameras in the in the orientations you would expect from a museum. It's okay. nothing particularly out of the ordinary. Okie doke. Uh, well, if we want to get in, if we want to get up uh, footage of what happened after they after the camcorder went down, um, we could try we could try and con our way into the security office somehow. Uh, or I guess Magpie well, could just steal could just steal all this could just steal her way in there. Either that, or if if my angle works, I can just request access to it. Sure. As a matter as a matter of form. Um, speaking of which, I guess we're about out of options until we break in. So I guess it's time for me to to step up here. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's like a, when Lyle's heading around the museum, he will try to scope out the amount of guards, the security measures, that sort of thing. All right. Roll alert, roll alertness plus hitter. Eight. Eight. All right. What's worth it? All right. You uh, you notice that there aren't many security guards around the uh, primary area of the museum, but that probably means that they have been diverted to another part, namely the uh, geology department, to talk to whoever happens to be there. Uh, you also notice as you walked in that there were some police cars in the uh, parking lot. I should have mentioned that earlier. But you know now. Okay, are there actual, like, police here, or are they just sort of staking out and, like, waiting for another robbery to happen? Uh, they're, uh, they appear to be, like, actually on the scene. It's presumably why the, uh, geology, geology exhibit is off-limits. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, and, you know, it's, uh, these security guards are no great shakes. They've got their, uh, Renacop guns, Renacop flashlights, and the guns are tasers. Alright. Um, yeah, so I guess... Uh, Jeff will go back, change into, you know, like a suit, and print up some business cards of whatever, whoever's name he's stolen, and, sure. uh, head to, uh, did, did we find, like, any place where it, like, the, sort of the administrative section of the building? Uh, there's an administrative section, sure. Uh, what sort of person are you looking for? Um, well, if there's a secretary, he'll ask for... Uh, for Joanne by name. If not, then he'll look for Joanne's office. Uh, sure. There's a directory in the administrative section that you, uh, no one really stops you because they assume that you're there on business. That's some of the power of a suit. Yeah, yeah. so he will, uh, yeah, he'll just give it a knock, I, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Uh, you give it a knock and there is no answer. And the lights appear to be dark beneath the door. Guys, I'm a really bad thief. Here's a here's a phone here's a phone number for all administrative purposes. You need some advice. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a shot. Um. Yeah, what the hell? And it's plot points either way. So um, he is going to you know take a like, credit card or something out of his wallet and try to get the door open. Okay. Um, oh, if you want to go with a if you want to go with a better aspect, you go with a speed pick. Pick. Which is highly illegal if you're not a federal agent. <laughs> speed. Uh, oh, so are are you giving me one? I mean, you can just do it if you're going to spend a plot point to give yourself an asset. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying because I'm rolling a D4 because I'm a crappy thief mm-hmm. that at least I might get a, a uh, plot point for the complication. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. I thought you were spending a plot. I thought you were spending a plot point. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm no. I'm not doing that because. We got plenty of other chances to break in. 
Right, that'll be agility plus thief. Wait, who's, who's thieving? What? Uh, he's trying to uh, credit card his way into a door. Ah, okay. That'd be a starting a fight. Six! And no one. I'm going to do some hacking. Uh, four and <laughs> two. You have just barely hit the, hit the, uh, difficulty number. Yeah, um, you, uh, you slide the credit card in and with a pop, your, your door opens just as another door off to the side of the hallway opens and you manage to sneak in. Um, yeah, so he is going to, well, do, is there a computer there? Uh, yeah, there's a computer. This is, uh, you know, uh, Kayla, can you send an email with one of those keylogger virus thingies in it? I'll open it up on this computer. Uh, we'll check the computer, see if it's password protected or anything. Yeah, that's for a username and password. Hmm. You got another one of those blazers in the car? <laughs> this is gonna be the, this is gonna, actually, um, how badly do we want this? That is not a question I can answer. Yeah, I'm just I'm asking Jeff or I'm asking Axe because this is because this is a this is a this is a meta question. Um I'm not really sure because it's not like she'd be going on, you know, Tumblr and talking about the diamonds you just stole off of a magician. So Yeah, that's fair. Um So I guess um we'll sigh at the computer and um what what were the other salient features of the office? Like desk file cabinet what's up um yeah there's a file cabinet a desk some paper scattered around the top of the desk very orderly and neat um and there is there's a few pieces of uh low quality art hung up on the walls all right he'll give the whole thing a sort of cursory look um and of course make sure there's no footsteps outside you know all right that'll be um alertness plus thief Eight. This D four is giving me nothing but fours. How are you doing that? You hit the number again. So, um, yeah. So, were you looking around for in this curse research? Um. Well, aside from just things places that are, you could yeah. put a diamond or <laughs> things that are suspicious. It's the answer is just things that are relevant, right? <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> I'm looking yeah, so for clues. How many clues do I find? Yeah, yeah but I mean, how much plot is in this room? You find two X clues. He's looking for one places where you could, I don't know, hide a diamond like behind the poster, Shawshank style or something. And he's looking for just things that set him off, just suspicious things like, uh, I don't know. Uh, you you find, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you you find absolutely no notable spots to hide a diamond. You like take a peer into the computer case and look around in the desk for hidden drawers. Uh, you take your credit card and you jimmy open the locked file cabinet drawer. And inside, sitting on top, is a contract signed by her and her alone. Uh, what's it say? It is an NDA. Between her and who? Um, it does not say a name on the NDA. It just says the deliverer of this contract. Does it have any... Um, uh, if I wouldn't have, like... I'm trying to think of, like, not like a serial number, but like, uh, some kind of reference that we can cross-check this against in, like, a legal database or something like that, but probably not. Uh, you know what? Sure. For, for, in order for it to be legally binding, there would have to be some way to, uh, connect, connect it to an actual deliverer. 
But so yeah, there is there does appear to be some form of uh identifying number on the bottom of it. Alright, yeah, well he'll take out his smartphone and, you know, take a picture of the number. Alright, get Kayla to do her thing. Yep, and then he is going to you know, making sure there's no one walking around outside. He'll, you know, relock it and like sort of stand there patiently for ten, fifteen minutes, see if she shows up. Sure. Make sure that no security cameras were watching that. Does she have security cameras in her office? Or she, uh, she I might guess have a security the... camera looking at the door. I don't there's know. A secu- there's a security camera looking down the hallway, but you know enough to uh you roll well enough on the agility plus thief to uh not get a complication, so yeah. you were smart enough to hide your entry. Okay. That's fair. So you're just gonna wait outside the door? Yep, just send the picture off to Kayla and then just see if she shows up within 10 or 15 minutes. Otherwise, he's going to look like some weird guy hanging on and just leave and come back later. Sure, I'll come back to you in just a second. Kayla. Yes? It is no effort at all for you to go to the, well, some effort, but no like meaningful conflict-based effort for you to um, find the tracking number on this and find out what organization it links to. Okay. Uh, and this is Joanne Harcourt's office? Yes. Okay. Uh, you, you find that the deliverer of the contract, quote unquote, is Magical Crow Industries. Uh, uh, he'll, uh, heal. Uh, Kayla will send, uh, or I'll just say, uh, yeah, I looked it up. Uh, NDA was delivered, was delivered by Crow. I'm guessing he probably had to tell her how the trick worked. Okay, this is all sort of coming together then. I'm guessing that's why the email came back and said and said he didn't do it. Right, because now the only people who know how it works are her and him. Meanwhile, Jeff, your conversation with Kayla is interrupted. Um, a scientist-looking dude, uh, bald, horn-rimmed glasses, tufts of whites coming out the side of his head. Um, he comes up to you. Um, can I help you, sir? Uh, yeah, I, um, I'm, you know, Michael Fake Name from, uh, I'd look at the sheet for that insurance company. Uh, Peace of Mind. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, Peace of Mind. I, I was looking for, uh, for, uh, Joanne Harcourt, the, uh, the intercorporate liaison. Ah, I see. Hmm. Uh, give me, um, uh, Alertness plus Grifter. It's a four. A four, you say. And no ones. <laughs> nope, two and two. Well, luckily for you, this uh this man is not very good at defending against grifting. Uh <laughs> how many opportunities did we just get? <laughs> Zero. But he only rolls one die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most extras only roll one die. He, uh, nods. Well, I can't say I know too much about that, I'm sorry. But, um, I'm afraid Joanne will be a while. She's negotiating, um, she's negotiating something in the, some sort of art deal in the, uh, out in the suburbs. Some, some man named Lamezny or something. Huh. Well, uh, it's just like corporate to send me down here, uh, without setting up an appointment beforehand. Yes, yes, I understand. I'm afraid I can't help you any further. Have a good day, sir. And he just sort of daughters off to back to his office. The an office that says uh chief researcher. Head scienceman. Yes, that's basically what this man is. 
head science head scienceman of the uh, the North Dakota scienceman. Yeah, head scienceman, chief researcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if that's the case, um, he comes back out and hands you a card. Oh, and here, walks back in. His card, I assume. No, actually, it is a card with details on how to find Joanne if she's needed. It has an address of the place she went to. Basically, uh, back in three hours, come find me if you really, really need something. Because, essentially, she cannot be out of contact with this museum, given her occupation. Fair enough. Okay. Then, yeah, let's, uh... Okay, where is it? And, like, you know, just some general cursory look at where it is, when, yeah, what she's likely doing. You cross-reference it with Google Maps. It appears to be, uh... It's actually a peculiar location. It's about 10 miles off. It's, it appears to be a ar- small artist's refuge between the slums and the suburbs of the city. And the, uh, the name he muddled up is that... That was sounded close to... Uh, the other name in the email. Yeah. Al- uh, Lamazny. Lamazny. Okay, right, because we had Elmazny, and that's Lamazny now. Interesting. Alright, uh, I probably done at the museum for today, so let's, unless you guys want me to check out what's going on with the cops, I can probably, uh, somebody already saw me here, so let's, let's, uh, let's clean up for here for today and, uh, go check that out. Okay. Uh, do you want to send someone? Make sure it gets done double fast. You know, since you've been established to be there and not any closer. Um, uh, yeah. Send, uh, tell, tell Magpie to stop looking at dinosaurs and, uh, get Lyle and head over there. We're fine. She'll take Lyle and, uh, and leave. Okay. I gotta wait for Kevin to come back. Oh, okay. We're actually just doing something. I, 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 which I guess is to say that, uh, we're gonna slow the product. I'll go where I'm needed. Alright. So you and, needed? you and Magpie are sent to an artist refuge between the slums and suburbs of Minneapolis, about 10 miles from the museum. Okay, sure. And as you pull up, you pull up alongside um, what appears to be a large white van, unmarked. Uh, can I scope that out? Yeah, sure. Give me uh, alertness plus hitter. You know, I never did trust white vans. You know, that's a good good choice, but black suburbans are more important to fear. I roll eight with a not complication. Eight with a complication. All right. Your complication is a look too long. I'll explain it later. You you basically you basically spend too long looking around. Has have you gotten that have you gotten that kind of complication every game so far? The second one, <laughs> Axe, was the one that got caught staring. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you notice a few odd things about it. It's a, uh, it's you know just a junk van, completely empty in the back. When you look in the front, and you take a on a whim, you take a look at the license plates, and you see recent weld marks on the uh, on the license plate attachment screws. It looks like it's designed to be, uh, the license plate is designed to be quickly removed and replaced. That's not standard. Uh, what is this? I don't this? know what the hell's going on here. He'll, he'll walk away from it. he say, let's head back inside. Or let's head inside and get this done. I'll tell you later. Alright. Yeah, okay. and then, 
probably Lyle Stent, like, sort of just, I mean, it is a, a residence, so people can be walking around it, and then uh, Magpie can sort of try to get close to the deal if an actual deal's going on. Yeah, once I get out of the out of eyesight of the van, he'll say, you know, there are weld marks on those license plates. They're designed to be switched out. Ooh, discreet. Not so. All right, let's see who owns it. Need me to run some plates? It's not going to be any good. We can give you the plates. I don't expect it's going to go any well. All right. Um, I guess I can see if there's any. Well, they're probably. Did you see anybody in the van? Uh, that was empty. Well, if you want, while you go inside, I can always try to, to break into the side, see if there's any registration or anything like that. Sure. Um, that's most. It'd be, it'd be a lot less. It'd be a lot less subtle. But you could try and if we could get to the, if we could get under the hood, you could check the VIN, and that's something you really can't change easily. Fair enough. And we'll always be with well, the car. Laro. Well, um. Uh, I'll keep talking. I'll be back in just a second. Okay. Lyle, what would you like me to do? Would you like me to back you up in case of the fist fights, or be sneaky? Whatever's going on in the van, I think what's going on inside is more important right now. And well, I'll be a backup. All right, James just stepped away, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Besides the vins, it's easy to change all the ones that face outward. You'd have to cut I'm the back. damn thing up to get the interior vin to be sure. You, yeah, I mean, you know more about cars than I do. Yeah, there's usually six or seven vins, including one that's usually inside the frame in a difficult location. All the exterior ones can be changed pretty easily, but that one's rarely changed. All right, well, going for registration papers might be easier. How many cars have you stolen? Not so much stealing cars as uh, fixing them. Ah, I see. If you want, that can be the lead into a distinction uh, flashback, if you like. I don't know. I didn't actually have that much in mind for that being a distinction for him. Well, you can be. But the thing is, you can run a scene about it, and then we can figure out the distinction that it causes. It's less about the thing you did and more how you did it. It's up to you. You can you can not do a distinction flashback. It's just the first thing that happened that stood out as a potential one. Yeah, I think I'll let it go for now. I'd rather do distinction about time in the military than that. Okay. Sounds good. But yeah, he'll he'll head towards the retreat. Yeah, okay. that's how I go along too. As you enter, your uh your opening of the door is punctuated by a scream in the back right of the building. A woman's scream. The uh the entry hall to this area that splits off into a number of uh small art compounds is completely empty. Uh I guess running? Probably not even saying a word. Alright. That will be agility plus Oh, you all you all do running stuff, so it's either agility plus hitter or agility plus thief. Yeah, Kayla will slip between slip between people in the crowd. Um would you say that being tiny would be an advantage there? <laughs> uh, yeah, tiny helps. And well, I can't remember. Is that just that a D six? Um, or is it D eight? Special, specialty is a D six, I believe. Okay. I think I think the dis- I think the distinction is either D eight or specialty is D six. Distinction is either D eight or D four, depending on if it's good or bad. Okay. So that's my distinction. Yeah. Okay. Eighteen. Nice. Thief. Oh, right, and agility's my worst one. 
Uh, I rolled uh, fi- yeah, also a fifteen. Also, hot damn. I don't think any of us have gotten above 18 in this game so far. Yeah. Gavin? Oh, sorry. What am I rolling? Uh, agility plus hitter. Agility plus hitter? The others were rolling other stuff, but it, it's all to get to the screen quickly. 12. 12. You guys are real fast. <laughs> so, you get there before something catastrophic happens. But as you enter the doorway, um, well... First, you see that uh, the whole place is covered in scarlet billowing cloaks. It is an art com- art compound, after all. Right. Long scarlet billowing fabric going from the walls, the ceiling to the floor, the floor to the walls, draped over all the furniture. And in the center of it, you see uh, you see one of a group of five thugs take a wrench across uh, Joanne Harcourt's chin, knocking her to the ground unconscious. Well then. Well, all right. I guess uh, Joanne yes. Harcourt, by the way, is um, a young, a youngish in her thirties, black woman in a blue blazer. It's now a blue blazer with slight tinges of red. Well, yes, <laughs> Sid swiftly becoming redder. Uh, so, uh, surprise? Can I can I say surprise? Uh, yeah, for this round and this round only. Okay, surprise. Um, that's a d6, right? Basically, I will take the best of everyone's rolls. So yes, that's a d6. Oh, okay. okay uh, and everyone else can roll... Um, well, everyone okay. roll hitter plus a relevant stat, depending on how you attack them. Uh, <laughs> I was just not going to stop and barrel into them. Yep, that's, stre- that's, that's strength plus uh, <laughs> hitter right there. I'm gonna, um, can I go agility? Just, uh, with the idea of, uh, just jumping onto somebody and taking them down? Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm falling back on the thing I didn't want to be. Um, intelligence. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna fist the North Star, go for pressure points. Um, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I'll just have Kayla, I'll just have Kayla revert to her default fighting style of run like a squirrel. <laughs> Okay, agility. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, how does how does the MCMAP work here? Oh, um, what's it do again? That's yeah. one more. Uh, I can spend a plot point to negate their ganging up bonus. Ah, yes. Okay. I don't, I don't know if it's worth doing it here, or if so, I use it, if that can kind of make it into separate combats, or. So basically, you'd be trading. Um, it's as I said five guys. Yeah. You'd be, tra- you'd be trading a uh, plus two bonus on their parts for um, instead increasing one of their dice, one of their die types. Okay, but I mean, does that could I do it to like engage three people so that they don't they can't help uh, the ones that uh, Kayla and Magpie are engaging as well? Um, it seems a little bit out of the scope of the actual thing, unless I'm are missing. You trying to, are you trying the... to use it to aggro the mobs? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, basically, I just want to make it so that they can't gang up on uh, them either. Oh, Otherwise, uh, there's not really much point. If you use MCMAP, they will not be able to gang up on anybody. Okay, then yeah, I'll spend it. They get no ganging up bonus. Yes. They don't actually get the plus two right now either, because they don't outnumber me four to one. Oh, oh, it's four to one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so no, you, you've, you've drastically decreased their uh, their capabilities. 
Okay, I have my roll. I get 11. 12 and a complication. Uh, All right. Oh, and what about... um? Oh, right, because uh, Axe is staying there at the museum. All right. Each of you takes out one, and Kayla, you take out an additional one. Tell me how you do it. <laughs> I know I take out the first one. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to roll so well. Yeah. I'll, uh, once, I, once I get your thing, Nate, I'll decide what your complication is. Let's see. I, I also have the. Uh, I also reserve the right to save a complication. It doesn't always have to refer to that role. Um, I guess I'll go with. I guess she'll just go into full women's self-defense training. Um, which is which is uh, as other people are jumping in, she'll surprise by that's my purse. I don't know you, and she'll kick one of the guys and kick one of the guys in the groin and punch another guy in the solar plexus. <laughs> All right, what do you do, Magpie? Uh, basically, she uh, she runs at one of these guys, um, uh, uh, slips right under, slips right underneath of them, uh, get, get, gets around behind him very quickly, catches him around the neck with like her, like hooking him with a leg, and then just kind of flipping him over. Okay, it's all kinds of crazy contortionist. All right, yeah, I will reserve the complication. And Kevin. Lyle. Lyle will just, he'll charge in basically as big and aggressive looking as he can be. And if any of them turn to look at, uh, Kayla or Magpie, he'll, uh, like reach out and try to tap them in the ear or do something that basically demands a response. <laughs> one of them looks, one of them turns back around to look at you. What do you do? Oh, him? He'll just, uh. Yeah, you took one guy down. I was asking you how you, how you took him down. Oh, how'd I take him, Dad? Yeah. Uh, he'll uh, after he taps him in the taps him in the ear, he'll grab him by the hair and uh, slam him down into a knee. <laughs> All right, one guy remains holding a wrench lightly in his hand that's dripping with blood. You're not going to like how this ends. He looks from side to side, throws the wrench at you, and bolts towards the window. Can I? Can I catch the wrench and then throw it back at him? Um, it's agility plus hitter, and he's not going to be surprised by anything right now. No, <laughs> not that's after true. what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else can try to make a, a foot roll or pitch me something. Agility plus hitter or thief or whatever. Look, Kayla's currently stunned that her self-defense class has worked out so well. For massive like, offense. If, if you want to stay to help Joanne, you don't actually have to run after the guy. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm going to, yeah, no, I'm gonna do that part of Watch Dogs that doesn't happen. I got. Uh, I was just gonna say what uh, he starts just going after the guy. Is that agility plus hitter? Yeah. Also occurs to me got... that hitter being my worst stat probably means I'm not a very good doctor either. I got to, I got a six with a complication. All right, you did not manage to stop him. Thirteen. Actually, you did not manage to stop him either. Wow. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. So this complication. Ah, right, it, I know what this if complication he, is. If he starts to pull away, I just yell into the earpiece. Uh, Jeff, he's getting away from me. Uh, we you already got four down. Back there, just 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 cut him loose, man. Cut him loose. All right, he's the one who who hit her. I, I understand that, 
And if we can make if we make this right another time, that's fine. But I mean, if you think you can catch him, yeah, like what Failing but, the role does that mean? I'm he's like gone. Uh, it means he's got a good amount ahead of you. He uh, leaps out the window and shuts it behind him and did bolts off in one direction. I'm not jumping through a window. That shit will get you killed. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Just <laughs> but he'll uh, open the window and keep after him if he could keep him in sight. All right. You got to make this or you lose him. And by the way, Nate, your complication is that now there is identifying information from yourself on this wrench. <laughs> right. If you hand it into you through him. <laughs> If, if you hand it into the authorities, they might be able to link it to you if you're unlucky. She frowns a little. But you get a plot point. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you're up to three now, right? Yes. Seven. Seven. All right. You both rolled substantially worse than last time, but he did not roll substantially worse enough. Um, in, in the fear that only comes from having, from almost being caught by a giant man with a prosthetic leg, he jumps up into the air, kicks off a dumpster, and swings his leg, legs over a fence and bolts. Damn it, I can't climb chain link with this thing easy. And uh, he unfortunately gets out of sight and around a corner. I'm gonna find you! He's, hey, hey. We got his four friends. We'll find him if we need to. Okay, man. Just it's gonna be okay. I know. He turns around, and heads back to the uh, div. Okay. Oh, and uh, do you want a description of that guy in case it comes up later? Um, he was oh, a. If you want, yeah. yeah. He was a small, ratty-looking dude. Uh, he had a small brown goatee, but he was otherwise bald. He was uh, wearing sunglasses because you know, I thought it looked cool or something. And he was he was wearing um, a cheap suit, sport coat, uh, polo shirt, slacks. <laughs> Where's a coat? Who wears a coat over a polo? <laughs> Someone who wants to look fancy without having the money to look fancy. <laughs> also, who does not realize when they're, when when he does or does not look fancy. <laughs> The whole fancy thing is a mess for him, okay? <laughs> I guarantee you a sports shirt will cost less. <laughs> but that is here neither here nor there. Um yeah, I'm chen I'm tending to uh to Harcourt. Um Alright. I don't know what medicine is. You can't hack the human body. I mean it's I mean anything physical is uh hitter, right? Yeah, first aid's gonna be hitter. Intelligence plus hitter. Okay. That's not my worst thing. It's your best um, best stat and your worst skill. My best stat, yeah, it is my best stat and my worst skill. Uh, you know what? I guess, uh, you know what? Uh, I'll spend a plot point to have the asset of first aid kit. All right, that'll give you an extra d6. Okay. If you have another one to spend, to uh... I have one plot point. Okay, I might have so, another. So this Soon. will uh, this will empty your first aid kit. No, no remember when um. When I'm in voice contact with you, right? You can spend all, plot points. Our plot points are like we we have a pool basically as long as we're in contact. Oh, so. is that how go Archangel ahead. works? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, go ahead and have one of mine. Only to give dice though. Okay. Like you couldn't activate shit with it. Gotcha. Okay. Whoops. And my D10 yeah. so, is off the so, table. So your first aid kit can now be cons- can now be persistent if you use one of uh, Magpie's plot points. You never know. <laughs> See, I think I'll hang on to the plot. I think I'll let us hang on to the plot points for a bit. 
Uh, and I have a twelve. Congratulations! You uh, you think you've you your first aid? Her jaw is broken. It it is broken in several places, from what you can tell. Um, there's a significant split up the front, which you managed to uh fix admirably quickly, so she doesn't lose a whole lot of blood. But um, she's going to both want and need to go to the hospital. Oh, for sure. Um. Yeah. No. I. She. She. Like she does with the with the with the with the uh, self defense. Her first thing is, "Ma'am, are you okay? Quick, you call for help." Open kit. Uh, that's the thing. There's no one in this artist refuge. Who screamed? Joanne. Oh, okay. I thought it was somebody else. <laughs> All oh, shit. I've got right. a everyone. Uh, keep, I, keep she probably on the just it to nobody then, and then it goes on the radio, and then she's like, "Wait, I have a phone." No. <laughs> I'll make the call. <laughs> no, now no one can call 911. <laughs> I'll make the call. I have the address. Just keep looking after her and looking after the guys on the ground. Sure, sure. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Kayla will... Um... Jeff already knows the address. He's the one who gave it to you. <laughs> Jeff, I, 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 uh, I left some, uh, some fingerprints on the attack weapon. I caught that when it was coming at my head. Take it with you. God damn it. Hey, would it be too suspicious if I zip tie these guys? You have zip ties? I'm prepared for anything. I like it. So you never know when you're going to need I, to manage some cables. I I think it's a good idea. Uh, zip tie them. Uh, sure. What what are they, are they going to complain to the cops how they beat some lady and then some some other lady zip tied them? Go for it. All right. Yeah. Zip 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 zip. <laughs> <laughs> And she doesn't have, like, SWAT cuffs or anything. It's just... And, uh, quick, someone go check out their van to make sure the guy who got away isn't currently getting away in it. Oh, yeah. Lyle uh, start heading toward the van. Okay. Yeah, it, it appears that the van is unoccupied. Right, while you're zip-tying, check their pockets for keys. Keys to a van. Yeah, I'll, I'll thieve them. <laughs> uh, you do not find the keys. Uh, might have been on the guy. Might not even be their van. I got no keys here. Yeah, well, when everything's taken care of there, look outside and see if they, like, hot-wired it or something. And if not, you can probably, you know, stuff them in the back or something. But we need to figure out why the fuck they were there. Yeah. Indeed. Though we also need to be getting this woman to a hospital. You start Lyle, hearing, look si- around and start then, hearing uh, sirens in the outside. I'm going to say, Lyle, look around and then smash the window. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I did just... I did call 911. Uh, okay... He'll, he'll look say, through the van real quick for anything easily accessible and then get away from it. Yeah, leave her there. She's taken care of. Shit. Take one of the guys with you. Uh, okay. Uh, you, small one. Huh. <clears throat> gonna let the cops have the rest. They'll, they'll deal with it. You are some heavier than you look. Much heavier. I think it's the guts. Not noticing the guts. Uh, the other two of us can. You just not respect yourself, my man. The other two of us can stay here and make a make a statement, maybe. Although, actually, no, that'd be bad. We're gonna go. I don't see any reason to stick around for this. Yeah, yeah. take the wrench and the body, and let's get out of here. Yeah, say Lyle makes a quick pass of the van. Is there anything? Glove box, papers. Not a thing. Anything. It appears to be a completely stripped junker for just this purpose. Right. Huh. Uh, I am out of there. 
Oh, actually, uh, just for the hell of it, he'll, uh, he'll pull out his phone and take a picture of the, uh, dash bin, if there is one. Uh, yes, there is still a bin. Right. And then he'll get out of there. And, uh, numbers. yeah, and I guess since, I guess since Magpie's taking the, since Magpie's taking the, taking the dude, uh, Kayla will put on some gloves and, us uh, and, uh, carry, carry the wrench out. Yeah. Um, by the part, by a part that isn't the handle. Right, you start bringing out the wrench. Bring out your wrench. <laughs> uh, you, you carry an assault weapon out of an assault scene completely freely. Sirens increase in the distance. Whatever, we're already kidnapping. What the fuck is obstruction of justice? <laughs> <laughs> so who all are so who all are you bringing? We're bringing one guy and a wrench. One the, guy. We're bringing the and we're a bringing wrench. the smallest guy. <laughs> <laughs> you end up bringing a guy who looks a bit like uh, one of Kaiba's bodyguards from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Random faceless sunglasses man. <laughs> he doesn't have a gun. He just keeps pointing his finger at everybody. <laughs> My hair demands you stop right now. <laughs> right then. So, what is the plan now? Um. Okay. So, because of I, I would have let the cops do this, but uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to uh see what fing- see what prints I can lift off of the uh what prints I can lift off the wrench. Okay. Uh, make me. I guess that's. Thief plus alertness. Sure, it's not usually something. It's not usually something that uh the the con people do. I mean, you can. Li- I mean, they need to lift prints to get past thumbprint scanners sometimes. But yeah, doing doing it in this way is not a thing that we normally do. Uh, I got an eight. I rolled fours on both of my d8s. And hey, yeah, uh, you lift two sets of fingerprints. Okay, um, and, uh, let's see, uh, oh, um, shit, right, uh, there's a, uh, there's a national criminal database, um, uh, yes there is. Hey, I got, uh, I got two sets of prints here, somebody, uh, somebody wanna, uh, convince the, uh, Actually, hell, I'll just uh, so somebody somebody want to convince somebody at the at the uh, National Criminal Institute to uh, trick somebody into giving us uh, one of their accounts. It's possible, uh, though. You're going to find that one of those is the prince has absolutely no criminal record. I mean, I can go for it. Uh, you just need an account. Yeah, an account. I can the pass password passwords are easy. Uh They tend to be pretty good about changing about changing the passwords out when they realize there's a leak. Right. <laughs> Just Jeff with this baffled look. Like, why is she asking me to do this computer thing? Like, I'm not asking you to do a computer thing. I'm asking here's here's a here's a phone number. Um here's here's a phone number. You're the you're the con artist. <laughs> yeah, this would be a grifter check. I can do it with my uh, social engineering specialty, but I'm not the best. Oh, okay. This, this would okay. be intelligence plus grifter to convince the person on the other side that you know what you're doing. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll give this shot. Just call in, uh, just call in as a, you know, somebody from another department. I can, you know, 
I'll route, I'll route it through. I'll route it through the local police again. Um, it's uh, eight with a complication. Ugh. Eight with a complication. All right. This that complication actually fits in mind with something I was about to do. So, yeah, uh, someone's on the other side. It's like, yeah, can I help you? Uh, yeah, I, I just needed um, turning back to like what Kayla said. Basically, like, uh, I just need. I need You're something to run. My computer's, my computer's down. I need someone to check some of the check the file or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, computers on the fritz. Uh, just needed someone to check something for for a case. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Sean, use your oh. smartphone. Send me um, send me the best picture you can. Righty, right. All right. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll, yeah, <laughs> trying to get her prints in the shot. Yeah, I'll um, I guess I can know which I can uh, I know. Which ones, or I can get from Magpies. Which ones are her? Maybe. Um, um, it's rather difficult to actually. Can I? Uh, would it be a forgery check to make? Would it be a forgery check to make a print sheet? Um, like uh, from from what you've got here. Yeah. Nah, you you can just send them the uh the the, the fingerprint copies you have, and they'll be able to work it out. Okay. <laughs> How about not sending in mine? That possible. Look, I'll, I'm doing, I'm doing my butt here. Can you put here? Can you just put your fingers on this ink pad? <laughs> By the way, um, you know enough about the National Criminal Database that um, just just sending them fingerprints is not going to automatically put the fingerprints into the system to oh no, come up as a I'm, pig. I'm, no, I I know that. I'm gonna, I'm asking if I'm. I'm just saying to reassure Nate. Prior, I'm seeing if this guy has any prior crimes and we can tie him to them. Right. I'm just reassuring Nate that sending both sets of fingerprints, if you really do have nothing on the database, you have nothing to fear from uh, sending them in. Oh, right, yeah, because we don't have a name or anything to go with Because they had no place to put them, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, so we lifted two sets of, we lift, we lifted two sets of prints off a weapon, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, she's just like, just kind of sighs and says, cut me to post, but sure. Look, you grab the, you grab the weapon where the guy was holding it. There's only so much I can do. I'm not a geneticist. <laughs> yeah, and besides, even if it does come up ping, you come up ping, you'll get valuable information about your history. <laughs> Damn it, Magpie! I'm a hacker, not a doctor. Looks at looks at own history, sighs dejectedly. <laughs> Alright, uh, so you send it over. Yep. All right, I'm putting it through now. There's a short pause. Yeah. Um, this one. Um. Yeah, Richard Denisovich uh, works with uh, works with the the Russian quote unquote social club out in Minneapolis. It looks like. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh... And uh, got another thing. He sends you he sends you a, a file back on whatever device you sent him the stuff on. He will look at this. <laughs> Um, so this is something odd about this, uh, particular criminal database. I don't know if it actually works this way, but it's going to work this way in my world. Let me guess, unsolved, uh, unsolved case that these fingerprints match to? Yeah. Uh, no. You, you find that is not, that said fingerprints is not in the national criminal database, but it has, um, it has risen an, well, not an alert, because it did not inform anybody else, but it hit a match in a private fingerprint registry. That's been um, that's been synced to the national criminal database, which means someone has those fingerprints, but not the police. Oh Jesus Christ! 
Uh, yeah, yeah, let's tell the team about this. Uh, just figured you should know, Magpie, they don't know who you are, but some other database, a private database, has your prints on file that he's matched to. Are you serious? Yes. Do you have any idea who that could possibly be? Back in your civilian life, did you ever have to give up prints for anything? Were you bonded at all? Like, that sort of thing? No, before all this, I was never arrested, never bonded, didn't feel like that. She kind of like leans back in the uh, in her chair in the, in the in the car and just goes really quiet. Do you have any idea who 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 could have her prints? Uh, you've always been very very careful about your fingerprints. Yeah. So no, not really. Uh, <laughs> is there anything in the report I got that might give us some kind of clue about what the private database is? Um, it was the sort of thing where, um, basically there's a routing number, but you you can only really use that routing number if you're performing a full investigative inquiry that the owner of that, uh, of that database will be informed of. Yeah, we can't, we can't peek any further without whoever they are knowing about it. So, that's your decision whether we pull the trigger on that or not. Appreciate it. Give me time to think about it. Of course. I'm a little uncomfortable with this. Uh, understandably. Yeah, but, we did get a name. Den- yeah, Denisovich works down at the social cl- works down at the Russian social club. It's it's cop speak for Russian mob, right? Um, actually, like Italian what, social club. Actually, I, well, I didn't ask for the idea of the. Uh, what about the guy that? What about the guy that we kidnapped? What does his ID say? Uh, he's rustling around. He's back. That's a weird name. <laughs> his name is rustling around. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Kayla gets out the ski masks, I guess. His name's not rustling around. <laughs> I just want to make that completely <laughs> clear. I, uh, I like, I like how it's terminated. His name is also not rustling around. <laughs> <laughs> He's the partner of head scienceman. <laughs> That'd be an interesting change of plot, but no. <laughs> right, and as you drive along, uh, an ambulance rushes past you. Hey, the dude, hey, this guy, the guy in the back. Oh, what kind of car do we have, anyway? What kind of car do you have? Did we have this? Did we just throw this guy in the trunk? Do we have a trunk? Are we in a van? What I haven't kind of bought. Car do you have? I haven't bought it. I haven't purchased anything with the signature aspect. I might. I might do that after this job. Alright, do you wanna? Yeah. Unless uh unless somebody unless I can unless you want me to be able to unless you'll let me buy a, a van that has all of my that has hacking shit in it. I'm making a, a full R V. Like we <laughs> Yeah, yeah a, sh- a, a, the R V with satellite hookups and uh <laughs> feminist street art all over it. Yeah, sure. Can I hit that? <laughs> can I have that right now? Uh yeah, sure. You Why can, are we you driving can... that around? <laughs> yeah, you you came up in an R V with a full satellite hookup. Uh, Wi-Fi ports, uh, a, a large pictograph of Rosie the Riveter on the back. Yeah, it says we can do it. She's got she's got Cat Five <laughs> in her hand. Says we can hack it. No, she doesn't. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a bad idea. Um, yeah. So okay, yeah. So it's it's yeah. So it's got sat it's got satellite hookups. It has that. It has a convenient uh uh um. Name the thing where you put where you put a bunch of things. Do we put a bunch of squares next to each other and it makes an image? Oh, uh, mosaic. It's got yeah, the mosaic. it's got mosaic screens for any time we need to do a report. Yeah, sure. 
Whatever, I have millions of dollars, I can buy stupid things. Yeah, and by making an RV, you make it not uh, not Hardison's signature asset. Yeah, I know. It also has a lot more space and uh, and room for things. Yeah. And a toaster yeah, so, oven. So that is signature asset D8, I believe? Yeah, yeah. Your first signature, and you can only have one D8 signature aspect. Yes, and um, uh, you you can change which one that is, but once you change it away from a D8, it can never be a D8 again. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, I, I guess that's how I've been. I guess that's how I've been uh, doing fucking fingerprinting while we're on the road. Yeah, I have my <laughs> crime lab in the back. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this guy in the the like, I don't know. You probably put him in like the coat closet or something. Starts yeah. rustling around, bumping his shoulders into the walls. I put walls. him on. Yeah, no, we we hung. We we put his we put his jacket in the hanger and then put him in the closet. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he's rustling around. He's cursing. Uh, all right, I got a ski mask. Who wants to go back there and talk with him? Glad to shit. What's a? Uh... Anyone speak Russian? Was that Russian or anguish? Glad uh, to is Russian. <laughs> means whore. Uh, oh, yeah. Is there any, is there um, any limitation? I'm going to go ahead and not tell you what that means, Kayla. Or is languages we know just like, is languages we know just like a narrative convenience? Uh, yeah, there's just, maybe you know some languages, maybe you don't. Uh, I'm not going to put stuff behind a language barrier relative to you. All right. Now, yeah, she pulls out, she pulls out her, uh, uh, whatever the, whatever that app is that takes, uh, she just turn. She pulls out her smartphone and says "bledish," and then it just comes back "whore." All right, ski mask gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't take this one. Have fun with it. All right, and she, uh, yeah, she'll open up the closet, I guess. Okay. Yeah, he tumbles out or tries to tumble out. Yeah, but he's hanging. He's literally hanging from the hanger. What? If you're going to kill me, then kill me. Nah, nah, that'd be too simple. Of course, it's always too simple. Alright, why are we down at the art compound? We were trying to knock someone out with a wrench. We did that. What reason? Because we didn't like her, okay? Alright, you're taking me around in circles here. Why, Why don't you... Why don't you like her? Apparently there's some precedent in place. I don't know. The boss tells us to hit someone with a wrench. A wrench is introduced to their face with astounding accuracy and efficiency. Shuka. The smartphone app's still active. Bitch. <laughs> I'm just gonna give. I'm gonna give him. The, I'm gonna give him a little nut tap. It's a All little, right, little place where there's some pain in your nethers. Yeah, you 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 give him the nut tap and nut tap, put baby. pain in his nethers, as you say. <laughs> Look, I had to work it into a B-52 song, okay? You didn't have to work it into a B-52 song. I did. Song. Nut Tap sounds too much like Love Shack. <laughs> Nut Tap, baby. There went a catfish, followed by a dogfish. Rock Lobster is an incomprehensible song. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. Uh, he's like, oh, God. Ah. What? What do you want to know? I do not know that much. Alright, do you know do you know who you were hitting with the wrench? Some museum bitch. Alright, alright, who's your boss? I don't know. He goes by Almazni. 
fucking all right. All right, thank you. You've been most helpful. Close the closet. <laughs> I'm not done talking to you yet. Alright, somebody figure out a way that we can get him out of here without him identifying the inside of my fucking place. Hit him with the wrench. <laughs> guys, guys. Can't just hit people with wrenches. Actually, hold on a second. Alright. She'll go in the back, dump uh take take a bottle of Crown Royal out of its bag. <laughs> What are you planning to do with this Crown Royal? All right, um, she's oh she's putting the Crown Royal back on the shelf and locking the liquor cabinet. Um, but I have a, uh, all right, where are we? Are we somewhere we can we some we uh we out we out near the woods? Do we need this guy? We can go to the woods. <laughs> yeah, go to go to some go to some part of the highway. I assume Lyle's driving. He'll start heading out on one of the shitty roads to Canada. Alright, you take along one of the shitty roads to Canada. Canada. (laughs) (laughs) You find a a state route somewhere. The road is so bumpy that uh, there's a point that you think none of your wheels are touching the ground. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Alright. And I'll, uh, once we, alright, pull over. Yeah, I'll pull over. And uh yeah, she'll open she'll open the closet again, uh put the crown royal bag over his head. <laughs> and then uh take him and then uh pull him down from pull him down from the hangar, uh put a put a uh put a lipstick against his back and start marching him and then uh and uh get the door. Puts his hands up, starts walking. Alright. Um falls down the R V steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she'll say and then uh yeah. She'll, uh, all right, uh, 50, uh, 50 paces in the direction you're, in the direction you're facing. Go. He starts walking. All right, once he's about 20 paces away, pull out. Okay. Yep. Take off. I hope there's a, a ditch in the way of him. <laughs> that was, that wasn't something as I thought it would be. Hmm? What, that what was whole thing, that? not as not as not as helpful as I thought it would be. I mean, he's a thug. I guess we shouldn't have expected him to know much, but we do know that there. We do know that Denisovich is working for Almazi or Almazni. Right. Now, why the hell is Almazni mentioned? Oh, maybe um, probably Harcourt had some information about Almazni. She but we that. still got a this whole thing because we thought originally maybe she took it, but. Why is she getting a wrench to the face from the Russian mob for doing so? No idea. I didn't, I didn't see anything around her office that indicated that, like, I, mean, I didn't know what to look for at that point, but it's not like she, you know, seemed all mobbed up or whatever, or, like, in de- I don't know. Um, oh, do we know, uh, do we know who's defending Crow? Is he actually, like, is he in holding right now? Uh, Crow is in a police holding cell. Guarded by police. All right. Do we know? Uh, do we know who is? Uh, but we do. Do we know who is? Who's his defense? Uh, the defense appears to be some form of public defender. Surprisingly, a lot. Surprisingly enough, uh, Magical Crow Industries does not seem to have a lawyer on retainer. Fair enough. Um. All right. We know we're okay. Um. You know, we can honestly just talk to Crow. Just call in as member of the public defender's office. Let's set up an appointment. 
Sure. So the only point you're going to be able to uh, put out is uh, after the night is complete. It's starting to get dark. Right. Yeah. We still have a we still have a museum to, to rob. Yes. Christ, it's been a long day. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened. All right, and also, who wants to? I guess also, who wants to be? Uh, who wants to be Crow's uh, public defender or his public defense representative? Yeah, I can do that. All right. Uh, though I don't know how this sort of thing works, especially since he's like an olding and hasn't been like arraigned yet or whatever. Uh, probably gonna have to wait till tomorrow to deal with him. Correct? Right. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. just playing that out. We know because we know who's gonna be breaking into the museum tonight. Okay. Then yeah. Let's, uh, you know, I'll do that. That's fine. All right. And, uh, Magpie, I'm guessing you've taken a pretty good look around the museum, but I do have the blueprints right here, and I pull them up on my crazy mosaic screen. <laughs> and, uh... Ah, thanks. And, uh, this is what I know about the wiring. Uh, I guess I'll go through... I have, uh, I have an infrastructure thing in Mastermind to help her figure out a bunch of other shit. Like how the place is wired out and plumbed and ventilated. Okay. So, I guess I can't really help her that way, but hey, there we go. This is how this is where things go. I'll let you figure out how you'd break in, knowing all of that. All right, are you ready to begin burgling? Yeah. Okay. Engage Burglatron. That'll be... Uh, to establish a route, that will be Thief. Plus intelligence, plus a D8 for the uh, for being helped out by the hacker van. Okay. The tiger. Okay, whatever. Remember, you keep two unless you spend a point. Okay, I got eight with the complication. Eight with a complication. Okay. So I've already yeah. spent I've already spent all the previous complications on uh, events and such. So new complication. Welcome, well, welcome to my luck, James, where uh, all of my d10s come up one. Right. Uh, <laughs> but hey, that all the complications came... that I that, that that I rolled this game to, all of my d10s. Uh, you are fretting about finger about about fingerprints. Makes sense. You're being extra careful, and it's making you slow, and all that. And it might come up if you uh, get in something that you could be distracted from. Makes sense. Alright, so you plot a route, and you, you find a ventilation duct that'll take you by the uh, geology department that you could pretty easily access from a dumpster outside. Okay, yeah. Um, she will uh, climb on in. Okay. Or you, by climbing on top of it. The ventilation shaft is set high in the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, she climbs up on top of the dumpster. <laughs> Such uh, an awful idea to have a ventilation duct connect to the inside of a dumpster. <laughs> Why is the geology department smell like spoiled milk? No, this is this is obviously the output area where this is. It's like where uh, Subway invents yes. all its smell. This is where the bad. This is where the uh, the bad geology smells go to get taken away by the state by the city. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yes, she'll crawl on top of the dumpster and then uh, leap up, catch onto right. the uh, the vent. Agility plus thief to do all of this quickly and unnoticed. 
Okay. And I will roll against you with the complication. I got seven with the complication because I rolled two d ten. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> seven, you say? Yeah. Uh, axe. Axe. Yes. I think I think I'm starting to see what's happening here. I'm playing John Stanzion as a as a lady thief. Just Stanzion all the time. L- listen, at least you're over the the this terrible shitty childhood you had. Yeah, there's you somehow that. moved past that. So at least there's that. <laughs> it never got any better. <laughs> all right. So you're fretting so hard about these fingerprints. Uh, the complication is going to be an event rather than a die. Uh, you're crawling through this ventilation duct, and you don't notice that there has been a um, hand modification to the duct. You put your hand down in the in the in, on the area in front of you, and from the waist up, you fall down and out of the ventilation duct. You are hanging by your legs, directly above the case where the um, where the Kimberly Diamond used to be. Okay. Uh... Um, at the moment, there's a, there are a number of policemen and guards. The vent was well-oiled enough not to squeak, and their eyes are elsewhere. She, uh, basically took in a sharp breath, uh, but then, like, uh, just spread her feet so she could just at least catch herself via, like, enough pressure from her ankle on either side of the, uh, the vent. That'll do. And then just, uh, look down, let out a real slow exhale... And, uh, we'll just, uh, just lean up and forward and try and crawl back in. Alright, make one more agility plus thief to get out without raising alarms. Um, would it be possible for me to also throw something in to try and help? I don't know. Um, you might be able to do a flashback with the, uh, do you have I don't, I don't have, I don't have any, I don't have any plot points to spend. Uh, what would you be trying to do? Um,. Let's see. I guess nothing. I guess it's it's not dire enough yet. Um, although uh, there's policemen around. Yes. Um, I will. Uh, oh, right. And I can do this because I can. Uh, I will tap into. Th- I will tap into their to their uh, radios and say, "Hey, I've. Uh, hey, I saw something in uh, in this other in the other wing. You guys should. You, uh, I spotted something around here. I think someone's inside. All right. Make me. Um... Make me da, 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 da. sorry, looking at the skills. Make me alertness plus grifter. Alertness plus okay, alertness plus grifter. I, um, I have no doubt you can get into their. Uh, okay, yeah, that's fair. Get, uh, alertness, okay, alertness plus grifter. Uh, would you call this a social engineer? Yes. Okie doke. Good, because otherwise I'm gonna fuck it up. <laughs> Um, damn. Uh, I got a 13. Nice. Alright, so, um, this may not be how it works, but screw it. Um, Magpie, add a D8 to this check, still only keeping two, uh, because of the severe complication Kayla has granted the cops. They they maintain their original roll, which was quite high, but you get an additional D8 to roll. Alright, I got, uh, 14. Alright, with that, you have succeeded. Um, you, uh, manage to get back up into the duct, and there's a small click as you wedge shut the, um, the makeshift ventilation hole. 
and normally that would have gotten you caught. However, um, a quick buzz of the radio has sent all the people downstairs looking in a direction that is not you, so you can get out at your at your own leisure. Uh, once there's once there's that, uh, she'll uh, she will um, no a thing though. This was right above the uh, where where the performance was happening, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And it's been hand modified. Yes. From the inside. Yes. And also, it was incredibly well oiled, so it's almost silent. Yes. All of these things are true. Well, I think I found just how the person entered. I almost fell right into it. Well, I uh, guess we have. A, I guess we can impress. Uh... Mr. Crow on figuring out his little trick. Yeah, uh, what she'll do is, uh, she'll take a picture of the inside of the vent duct, uh, from, via camera phone or whatever, um, facing the, uh, the hand modification, and then she'll go to it and then she'll just very slightly open it and, uh, take a picture downward, basically showing it off and showing off, like, where, uh, it leads down to. Does it open both directions? I'll look at one. Sorry, um, say again what you're looking for? Does, does it open both directions, or just one? Um, yeah, it, it swings both ways. Yeah, it's, it's clearly bisexual. That's uh, just how I love my ducks. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, there's that. Uh... Man, out of character, I don't know if there's anything else actually worth checking out. Yeah, we I think we just figured out how the heist happened. Yeah. <laughs> Fastest in and out ever. Unless you want to go unless you want to go rob for the rest of the museum. <laughs> Are there any other fancy looking jewels or anything on there? There's 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 a few um not outlandishly expensive jewels, but there's a few small samples of emerald and ruby and garnet, things like that. And pearl and Stephen. But nothing, uh, nothing priceless. No, they, they, they've done, they, anything else they had that was priceless has been sent sealed in the, uh, in the vault below the place. <laughs> At least for now. I suppose I'm going to, I'm going to leave now. Now that, uh, we know how the person gets in, gets out. Unfortunately, all of their other priceless things are in the vault downstairs, in the basement. <sighs> I can't win them all, right? Mm. Alright, well... Uh, yeah. Uh, sh- sure. That's all we need. Yeah, and then she will uh, climb out. Alright. I still don't have a good name for the, for the RV other than the RV. <laughs> Although we didn't, we probably didn't take that to a place we were breaking in. Right. Yeah, you, you, you get out without a single hitch. You've memorized the guard patterns, all that, and you manage to make it out. Okay. Okay. Well, she didn't memorize, memorize the guard pattern, so she'll note the place for later. Alright, so we need to figure out what we're going to bring up with, uh, with Mr. Crow tomorrow. Uh, you should probably talk to him about Denisovich and, uh, and, uh, Lamazny or Almazny, depending on how he's, uh, calling that. Um, and also, you can, and also you can say whatever you want. Public, uh, public defender chats are off the record and, uh, unrecorded. Yeah. 
So depending uh-huh. on how depending on how far you want to take the gambit, um, we have an idea how his tr- we have an idea. You can ask him if you can ask him if that if that vent was part of his trick. Yeah, I can ask him about that NDA as well. And of course, yeah, whether he's been and yeah, his ta- and what's going on with the Russian mob. <laughs> Anybody else have any other questions? Um, if he doesn't know anything about Almazni, you might want to bring up the name Diamond Sunrise. That sounds like a magician name if I've ever heard it. Yeah, well, you know, he's the one who sent me that that name in the first place. So yeah, he'll know something about it. He he told me that for a reason. So right. Okay. Yeah. So I guess um the next day, um. Just call into the jail and say I'm meeting with a client. You know, with uh, with a client. All right, give client's me a- probably not the right word. Public defender, but yeah. Yeah, give me alertness plus grifter to get in properly. Twelve. Uh, All right, yeah, twelve will get you in. Yeah, you are escorted to the uh, to a holding cell with a with a two way mirror that has a uh, well, it's an interrogation cell really that has a. Uh, that has Lucas Crowe sitting inside. Is there like a way or like some kind of, you know, legal shit I can bring up to make sure that there's no one on the other side of that class? Uh, you are assured as you go in that anything you say in there cannot be used against him or you in any court of law. And, uh, they make sure to thoroughly search you before you go in. Makes sense then. Yeah, and I'll just establish for the first it's sake that had a you know, like a wallet and, and a bunch of notebooks, legal pads and whatnot. Yeah. You have a case, um, it might be full of briefs. In fact. It might be. Briefs in this case. Why are all these briefs named Lorem Ipsum? Uh. <laughs> look, I didn't have time to make anything that looked too official. Alright. Yeah, so he'll uh so, you know uh uh good day, Mr. Crow. Uh by the way, this is a man who um He's still in his stage outfits, which is a rather nice suit, but it's since been uh, soaked kind of with sweat. It's, it's rumpled. The tie is crooked. The man himself, he has a shortcut, nice hair, and uh, a small handlebar mustache that's starting to lose its uh, wax. Almost looks like a steampunk sort of guy. You kind of look around. In a sort of gesture, like of a like I share your paranoia kind of gesture, and then be like, so why, uh, so why me? Why did you send me that email? Because I heard you can fix things. Okay, now you know uh, it's a privileged conversation, of course. Uh, so, uh. Just lay it out to me straight, okay? Uh, what was the, what's the NDA with Harcourt about? She's who we ran the trick by. And, and she, so you, you kinda, you laid it out, the whole thing, what you were, what you were doing with her? Yeah. She's the one who approved the, uh, parts of the trick that required modification. So that was your modification. Uh, he'll describe the duct in detail. He raised an eyebrow, looking somewhat impressed. Yes. Yes, it was. That was me. So this was cleared by them. Cleared by her, at least. 
Yes, she was the only one in the entire museum that knew what was going down. Okay. Now, this this might sound strange, uh, but, I mean, obviously you sent me, uh, basically Russian for Diamond Sunrise. Uh, have you had any... He, We've he, discovered that the, the Russian mafia might be involved in this somehow. Uh, maybe you could shine a little light on that. He puts his face in his hands. Oh my god, that is so obvious, I cannot believe it. Look, I've been trying to tell these guys that I was working with an assistant, but they don't believe me, for good reason. And my normal assistant couldn't do it this week, so I had to real quickly find some new talent discreetly. And through my contacts, a name came up, and I went for it. It was Anatoly Almazny. And so, what, what was this, what was his part to play then? Well, to be fair, he did the first part of the trick really well. Look, smoke goes up, I throw the diamond into the air, he catches it from the top and quietly shuts the vent, and then when I need to reappear it, smoke goes up, he opens the vent, drops it back into my hand. And so he just did the first part and not the second. Yeah, then he left, I assume. I doubt he, I doubt he stayed very long in that vent if he didn't have to. Yeah, well, he certainly didn't stash it there or anything, uh, we looked. Um, uh, okay. Well, I mean, understand we are, we are trying to set this right. Um, we have word from, we have word from one of the thugs that Almazny is the head of the local Russian social club. Yeah, yeah, uh, it appears that, um, I, I assume it's a pseudonym, uh, but, that, but whatever they call him, uh, he is some kind of, some kind of shot caller for the Russian mob around here. What? No way does he run that thing. Anatoly Almazny is a two-bit thug. He doesn't have the class of someone who runs something like that. Well, he's certainly classless, uh, because he's the one who hired four or five guys to go over and tune up, uh, Miss Harcourt with a pipe wrench yesterday. I can tell you that much. And he's who they said they worked for. Look. I only, the only reason Anatoly had any appeal to me whatsoever. It's because he was small and he didn't have a lot of hair to leave didn't have a lot of hair to leave behind. Did he have a goatee? Did he have a goatee? Yeah. Uh he'll describe the guy who was Describe Denisovich. Yeah. Yeah, that's the guy. That's Al Mosny. Real name uh uh Denisovich. Okay. Well, we know exactly who he is. I just gotta prove he owns the diamond, I guess. Right now, they're trashing my apartment, ruffling through my car, ripping everything up. They already took my clothes, ripped them up, and gave them back to me. They find the smartphone you used to contact us? Yeah, but it's a phone. It's in lockup now. Yeah, just making sure. Can't hide a diamond in a phone. No, you can't. Okay, well, uh... We'll continue working on it, uh, doing the best we can here. Uh, he will, he'll write down, you know, some burner number, uh, slide it across the table. We'll see if that ends up useful. I've used my last phone call. You can probably come back as a consultant, as his public defender, whenever you need to. Yeah. Uh, like, I'll, I'll keep you appraised whenever I can get in here. Uh, but if you need to contact us and can contact us, by all means. You got it. He leans back in the chair, sighing. 
And uh, he'll get all his papers together and and head out. All right. All right. All of you have information now. Yes, we know. Yeah, we almost we almost had the guy responsible for the whole thing. <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> I guess we should have figured it out when he was much more spry than the other ones. <laughs> yes, his spryness is, is uh, directly correlated with his importance. <laughs> this guy rolls more dice than the other ones. <laughs> I, can I, I can swear it. I heard a D8 in his dice pool. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we didn't send our slowest person to try to catch him. <laughs> well, yeah, Kayla was busy tending to somebody else. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should have done that backwards because I have a high hitter. Whoa. Sorry. Uh, no, my hitter, my hitter, and my agility are the lowest. Are my lowest stats. Oh, okay. Never mind. I don't know how I rolled an eight on that. I roll a d4 and a d6. <laughs> you must have rolled max on one or almost max on one. Yeah, no, I almost maxed out both dice. Um. All right. Well, somebody wanted to, to wants to go hit up the Russian social scene and see if they have any diamonds. Yeah. So let's see. We gotta figure out how we gotta approach this. So maybe we can give it a try. Actually, yeah, we could probably hide in plain sight. Uh, we should check. We should uh, figure out what the social club is like. I guess how big a place it is. All right. Give me um. Give me an alertness plus grifter or plus. Hacker check to find out where they're talking about. Okie doke. I can do that okay. Let's see, yeah. Uh, I got a 12. Alright, 12. Alright, there is a place called the Glacier Club in uh, the north part of Minneapolis. That is where they. That is where um, the Russian quote-unquote social club operates. It's a decently sized nightclub, um, black tie affairs, typically. Okay, so this is this is this is a club, not a club. Right. There's some class going on here. Not a discotheque. Right. It's a social club, not a social club. Yes. Um. What events are going on? At the club? Uh, there's wine tasting tonight, actually. Alright, uh, I'm gonna take it, since it's a high-class social club, uh, it's, it's invite-only? Or can any, can any rube just walk in and taste some wine? <laughs> um. Either way, I'm gonna find a way to get us in. It's not invite, it's not invite-only, but your name will be written down on, um, on, like, a guest sheet. Oh no, the fake name we're going to give them. I'm just saying, so you'll you'll know it ahead oh, of time. Okay, it's it'll be written down as we walk in. I right. there's there's not a pre-assigned name list. Okay, that's much easier. All right, all of you fancy a wine tasting in the country? I'd be delighted. Yeah, certainly. Excellent. Uh of course while we're tasting wine, uh need to have eyes on this uh Denisevich uh figure out what you know, where he fits into all of this. Um, he's at least, he either, one, is like high level enough in the organization that he can just order people to go hit somebody with a wrench, or he managed to afford to be able to do that. So. If he sold, I mean, if he, 
He's either well off. He's got to be well off if he did that, because if he sold the diamond, why the hell would he be here? Yeah, no, he'd be, yeah. Well, you understand how many carrots that thing is? It's you have to invent 70. a new field of math in order to come up with the amount of money that's worth. <laughs> buyer to move it this quickly. And let's hope he doesn't have that. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> mini get everyone expensive clothes montage. Yes. <laughs> All right. If anyone wants to spend a plot point to actually get a fancy suit that gives you, or dress, that gives you a mechanical bonus, you can do it here. Yes, I'll do it. Okay. Takes two to make it work for everything. Uh, one plot point makes it good enough to impress people on the first impression, but not afterwards. All right, I'm out of plot points, but uh, Matt rather Price... than getting a good suit, he is going to get one that is more sort of um, like one more mob-looking, like whatever seems to be in fashion among. Uh, uh, the... Yeah, you you get enough information. You get pictures from the Glacier Club and all that. Uh, it appears to be uh, like uh, a pinstripe deal, very old-fashioned. Not thick pinstripes, but, um, you know, enough to be noticeable. Kayla, Kayla is wearing a pantsuit. Sure. <laughs> uh, what's the, uh, so, I'll, I'll spend two plot points. What's the, uh, what, what's the bonus concurs? Uh, that will give you an extra d6, um, uncapped, or, well, normal keep two on any okay. role that could, in which you could impress someone with the dress. Okay. So most social roles. Sounds good. What do, uh, what does, um, what do distinctions do again? Uh, distinctions add a d8 if it's something beneficial, or a d4 and give you a plot point if it's something negative. Okay. Alright, so I think, um, the initial plan, so we want to keep eyes on Denisovich. I think probably also we want to kind of, we want to get, we kind of want to kind of case the joint, um, at least in the early stage of the wine tasting. Um, one of us could come up with a distraction, and then if we if we have an idea where somebody might hide a diamond, Magpie can just disappear. It's true. That's my current plan without any knowledge of what this club looks like. <laughs> can I'm I sorry, grab? Can I? That. What? Repeat that. Uh, so the current plan, at least in my head, is from the wine tasting where we go in, uh, we keep eyes on Denisovich, but we also kind of case the joint out. Um, if we have an idea where they, where somebody might be keeping a diamond in the club, if, you know, that's where they're keeping it for some reason, uh, one of us, uh, it's a wine tasting, so somebody can spill something and cause a scene, and Magpie can just use that opportunity to disappear for a little bit. Yeah, that works. I suppose I'll make sure to bring something to hide myself. I guess just uh, don't you have a uh, don't you have a, a form-fitting suit you can put under that dress? Under the dress? Under you don't want dresses there, much do you? She finishes buttoning up her blazer. <laughs> Sick blazer. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, up until a few years ago, I didn't wear dresses much either. By the way, the word blazer has said, been said more times in this night than I've ever had them, ever heard them said. I have some things that can carry my purse. So, that's what you'll have to deal with, yeah. 
All right. All right, so covers here. Um, I figure with the suit I got, I'll go not not connected, but somehow maybe not affiliated, but like uh, involved, friend of a friend, something like that. Uh, I'm not me. The player is not going to attempt a Russian accent, but that is what he will be using. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Da niet Sputnik. Are you sure you don't want to, you you don't you don't want to uh, throw down a really shitty accent, X? I'm really really sure. I don't know, man. I'm, that could be that could be part I'm, of I'm, that could be part of the con. You have you have recursive cons happening on top of each other. You run a really I'm, I'm shitty con to distract them from the good one. I don't think I've actually ever heard you use an accent before, X. Yeah, I don't tend to because most of them are garbage. <laughs> it's gonna embrace it. Go full garbage with it. Like my Scots and Irish are okay, but other than that, nothing. <laughs> right. So you guys end up heading over there. Um, yep. Yep. There are no surprises at the uh, elegant front of the place, considering you saw it on the internet. Uh, <laughs> and you go in, and uh, a rather large, thuggish man uh, takes all of your fake names and puts them in his book. That I'm sure is filled mostly with fake names. <laughs> the book is more of a formality at this point. Yeah. <laughs> the book is just tradition. <laughs> and you uh, see Anatoly's name in there. Oh, interesting. Well, I guess he probably would he come in with? Uh, did he come in as Anatoly again? Yeah. And uh, nah, it'd be harder. It'd be hard to tell if like anybody came in with him. Okay. Yeah. You could look at like the. The names at the top and bottom, but they don't mean much to you. Yeah. Yeah, but you're invited in, and you are quickly given a glass of rather fine Russian wine to taste. Oh. As, as, as far as Russian wine goes. Yes. Oh, this is passable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is this is quite acceptable. I'm not vomiting at all. It's passable with. Notes of mediocre. <laughs> it tastes like a sorrowful winter. <laughs> Is that a hint of famine and suffering in the mouthfeel? Yes, very good. It's got good. a dried bouquet and a uh, faint aftertaste. <laughs> Let's all say the wine words we know. Uh, vintner. Sommelier. Damn it, that was my next one. That's all of them. Uh, uh, Tastavon. We, we look for a dude. Yes, you find dude. He's, uh, he's going around in a, a much better suit than he was wearing at the, uh, artist refuge. Lyle be hanging near the door somewhere. In fact, uh, give me an initial alertness plus grifter, Axe. Two with a complication. Jesus! <laughs> Alright then. Uh, you get nothing. In fact, you get less than nothing. Because <laughs> uh, this wouldn't involve my suit. This is me like looking for stuff, right? Just making sure. Not saying I should get the suit. Um. Yeah. You. 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 You don't get any information of what I was about to say, and you also get a complication. <laughs> Yay. 
uh, you're connected to the party. The, uh, the, uh, the guy who took your names down has put down the book, closed the doors, and is walking along with, walking around the party. Hypothetically, there might be situations in which he might connect you to the rest of the group. So yeah, he will, I, I guess since he's the only one whose face this guy hasn't seen, he's basically going to be running interference. Well, one, he's dropping on the dude, and then two, making sure this dude does not look where the other three happen to be, because that could get problematic. Okay. Sure. Uh, what do you do? What do you say? What do you, you drop wine on him, but uh, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> no, no, the wine dropping only happens if he's like about to stare at them and notice them or something. Uh, no, he'll... Okay, is everybody, like, walking around? Are there tables, like... Uh, people are milling about, walking around, carrying their wine glass from person to person, socializing. People are rather taken with Magpie's dress. Yeah, she's she's seemingly, uh, she's basically seemingly, uh, socializing, uh, as much as possible, uh, just, like, just person, this incredibly rich person who just showed up for a wine tasting uh, event. Um, socializing enough that looks should ideally look like she's not really connected to anyone else. Uh, but she's keeping her ear out. Just waiting. Alright, if that's the case, um, then Jeff will be the dude at the party who's fucking on his smartphone. Uh, you know, just like looking at it, maybe hanging against a, you know, or leaning against a, a pillar near or a pillar wall. Near uh, Anatoly, sure. uh, just eavesdropping. All right, that that's no problem. Uh, are you trying to go completely unnoticed, or do you not care if he really sees you? As long as he's he's not going to suspect you're doing anything. Yeah, no, no, I'm not trying to be unnoticed. Like I can be seen. That's fine. Okay, no worries then. Yeah, he's just uh, making small talk about about the city. He of course says nothing incriminating. Anything like that. And um, if Lyle went in, he could clearly see that this was the man who got away. Yeah, at some point he'll, he'll you know, while he's pretending to just be boorish, he'll, uh, you know, send off a snap a picture without the flash and send it out and be like, yeah, is this the dude? Yeah, I mean, Lyle was staying near the uh, door so that he wouldn't be made by the guy. Okay. Yeah, but you yeah can, he'll you can, confirm. Yeah. Confirmed. Alright, so I guess, um, oh, one other thing. Can I figure out who, like, owns this joint? Um, sure. Give me another alertness plus, give me alertness plus mastermind to size up the place for power structure. Oh, and also, um, sorry. Eleven? Eleven. Alright. You see at the very top of the, uh, of the rather large club room, there's a there's a small darkened window in which you see a silhouette of a man watching over the the whole room. That appears to be the man in charge. He carries his silhouette carries a very um, dignified and cautious bearing. Okay. Uh, then he'll keep he'll keep ears on Anatoly, eyes on that that silhouette, and say, uh, "I guess it's time for you to do your thing, Magpie." Okay. Oh, and as long as we're doing the command structure thing, uh, you see that there are a couple of uh, the equivalents of capos around the area. People that are rather high in the organization. They're going around talking to people, schmoozing. Anatoly cannot keep his eyes off either the capos or the window above. 
this is his score. This is this if he's small as small time as the magician made him out to be, this is the way he gets in. That's good to know. Okay. Uh let's I mean, is there a sort of like a back section of this place? Uh yeah, there's like a kitchen in the back and the kitchen theoretically has stairs up to the uh up to the uh room of the silhouette. Yeah. By the way, anyone listening, you might if if you if you know if this gives you any reference, the floor plan I'm imagining is basically the nightclub from Payday 2. Man. Not a good for Payday. <laughs> but if it doesn't mean anything to you, just go off what I've said. Alright, uh, so uh yeah, he'll keep eyes on and ears on and just let everyone else do their thing. Someone right. give me a distraction. Who do you who would you like me to distract? The coppers. Make it so I can easily slip back, change real quick, and head upstairs. I can probably also just make someone's phone just start ringing endlessly. With a really off-putting ringtone. Yeah, do that. <laughs> in fact, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go all in. Uh, I'll see if I can get in, uh, see if I can get into, uh, to Anatoly's phone. Okay. Um, I'll just also be the, I'll just be a different douchebag sitting off in the corner on their smartphone. Okay. Uh, give me a hacker check. Okay. Intelligence plus hacker. I don't... Agility plus hacker, because you're doing it quick. Okay, sure. I'll play play it off the paint. Um, I'm assuming I don't get anything for cracking communication systems. Um, even though it's... You're trying to get into his cell phone, I guess, that works. Okay. If you roll with it, just fucking mosquito, get away from me. Um, <laughs> so the mosquito will bless your roll. Let's see, oh, okay. Come, stay on the fucking table, dice. No. Okay, I got a fourteen with a complication. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and uh, basically, uh, yeah. Once I uh, once I get into his phone, probably I don't know via Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, something like that. Um, I will uh, I will download and install uh, the sound. Uh, I will da- download and install the sound of a woman orgasming as his uh, as his ringtone and crank the ringer setting to the highest it will go. Uh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> and uh, you, you trigger it, I imagine. Yeah, I'm yeah, just gonna. That- I'm gonna have it ring, and then I'm gonna lock out the touchscreen. <laughs> that that happens, and his pale face turns deep scarlet as he uh as he fiddles with his phone, and then everyone starts looking at him. He just drops it into his glass of wine, <laughs> and, it, it, and stops and stops making noise. <laughs> but people are still staring at him. Magpie well, has that, a distraction. <laughs> on that note, Magpie is going to uh, she's going to leave to the back. <laughs> All right, trying to get somewhere stealthily. Yeah, trying to get somewhere stealthily where she can uh, quickly uh, change into a uh, cat suit. Agility thief. All right, rolling two d ten. Let's get the ones. Welcome to Snake Eyes this time. Oh no, actually, I get to nineteen. Nineteen. All right. That's all we've had in the game so far. That'll that'll get you to uh, you. You find a small door out the back of the kitchen into a back parking lot. Hmm. Uh, you, you pass a small table of people playing poker. And, uh, yeah, you, you change. 
That one guy over there is going all in. <laughs> sure, he goes all in. Spend a plot point. He's now all in. <laughs> I'm ruined. Why did I do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, she changes into a uh, just quick changes into a uh, cat suit. Um, pull the hood over her over her head and a bandana around her face, and uh, will uh, attempts to uh, head upstairs. That's legit. All right. You um you make it through a uh, you you rolled so well on the other one just kind of melded into this one. Uh, you manage to uh, take whatever sort of breaking and entering tools you have and slip into the uh, locked door that go up the stairs to the manager's office. And from the middle of the stairs, you can see uh, you can see him looking out the window, looking off to the left relative to you. And there, and the back of the office, there's a safe. Got the big man right here. Should I take him out quietly? And get to the safe, or see how quietly I can crack a safe. Yeah, let's. If they if if they know if they don't know anything happened tonight, that'd be the best. Good the to last know. thing we need is some kind of like I don't know entire social club. Can we stop calling a social club? Entire mafia after us. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess I already have um one too many enemies. And yeah, she'll uh, just try and uh, quietly uh, get to the safe. All right, you you get to the safe fairly easily, but here's where things get tricky. Uh, thief plus agility plus. Do you have the safe cracker ability? Yes, I do. Plus the safe cracker versus this this mob boss's fairly high alertness. And I can spend a plot point to keep all three, I assume. Yep, you can keep a third die. Okay, just spend that out, uh, before or after? Uh, before. Before? Okay, I'll do it. Okay, that's reasonable. <laughs> that's actually was a good thing I did. Sure. Okay. Um, I got a... Hold on. I got a 21. Whoa! <laughs> Alright, that's the best again. God damn. Well... I mean, I, I, I spent a plot point to keep three dice. Oh yeah, no, just goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're practically just taking the, you're taking your hand and spinning the dial, grabbing it, spinning it back the other way. It's rotating silently in the spot. It feels better than any save crack you've ever done. And it's right behind the boss of, it's right behind the man who owns it. And finally, with a small pop, the, uh, the safe door opens. And sitting inside is a beautifully emerald cut yellow diamond, seventy carats, and a small oh. and a small envelope. Beautiful. She takes it, she takes the envelope, and she leaves a pair of feathers. Alright. And the wrench. <laughs> Maybe not the wrench. Not the wrench. Where would you be keeping the wrench? <laughs> flashback established flashback. <laughs> <laughs> No, All right. No. She just, so she just leaves a pair of feathers because that was the best safe cracking she's ever done. Yeah, no, for serious. I will say this though. You have managed to complete the task. You know what it's time for? Wrap, Wrap up, up flashbacks. Wrap up flashback. Anyone can um anyone can spend a plot point to have a wrap-up flashback. 
and that, and uh, if anyone borrows one of the masterminds plot points for it, that's uh, that'll let you add his uh, mastermind score to it. I have one. I have okay. one. Um, and I, it's, it sucks because it's just so mathematically better for me to just spend that on the wrap up roll to keep. Like, there's no, there's no problem with you doing that. <laughs> So, okay, so there's two different... So, in this wrap-up flashback, we somehow have to both... Uh, I have a way... I have I have an easy way to indict uh, Denisovich, but I don't have any good way to exonerate um, Crow. Uh, we put the... Uh, we put the diamond somewhere uh, connected to Denisovich, and then call the cops on it, basically. <laughs> Uh, you know, like plant? at his house under yeah. his rock, under a rock or something. Magpie's got the best uh, got I, the best chance for that. Yeah, yeah. can I can I can I say that uh, that magpie uh, leaves uh, leave, just plants the diamond uh, exactly in exactly in the right place. All right, that'll be uh, intelligence plus thief. Just plant the diamond in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse pickpocket him. Leave a diamond. Oh, is that what you're doing? If you if that's what you're doing, that's agility plus thief. That's what I'm doing. Fuck it. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking reverse pickpocket. I'm leaving the leave the diamonds, uh, and then uh, and then have them arrested at that point. All right. Oh, that's a twelve. Twelve. All right. That gets you a d6 for the final roll, mastermind. Alright, the, the reverse pickpocket D6. Yeah. <laughs> as I as I imagine you call a cop, it's like, this man was showing off this huge diamond he had in his pocket. Wasn't there just one stolen? <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's a fake though. Maybe he's just playing a joke, but you should probably come by just to make sure. <laughs> you hear sirens in the distance. What's the next, does anyone else have a wrap-up flashback? Uh, I have, yes, I have a wrap-up flashback. Um... So let's see. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, and I guess stop me here when I do more things than my flashback should be capable of. Um, so yep. I have just try, just try and make it one action. Okay. One thing you would roll for. Okay. What are you trying to do? <laughs> All right. Um, so it's uh, there's so there's an easy there's a really there's an easy part of this and I and I guess the part of it I'd roll for. I'm going to. Uh, Let's see. After we after we lifted the prince from the after we lifted the prince from the wrench, um, I have so I have Anat- I have Anatoly's prince. Uh, I wipe the wrench down and I re- and I lay the prince back on the wrench, and then I uh, and then as we pull and then as we pull up to the wine tasting, and then as we pull it up pull up to the wine tasting, I uh, I uh, put it next to his car. <laughs> All right, let's call it um, agility plus hacker. All right. To uh, be able to destroy physical information <laughs> and replace it with other physical information. Uh, that is a thirteen. That's another D six for you. Was the dumbest thing? Well, actually, no. The dumbest thing was still putting the diamond in his pocket. Anyone else got anything? I'm sorry. What, what did you? I, I I lost you there. Uh, I I wiped I wiped the wrench and then I put his prints back on it and I set and as we uh, went to the wine tasting I dropped it off next to his car. Oh okay okay. <laughs> no I just misheard something I was like wait why and now okay. Also James uh, what was uh, in the envelope? Oh. 
The envelope I will get to once everything is said and done. Okay. I guess I don't have anything anymore. Oh, sorry. That's all right. I mean, you could do... Lyle's going to be waiting at his apartment and uh, hit him in the face with a wrench. (laughs) Oh. Um, you can do, you can actually do that. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you will, you will do your establishment flashback between the normal establishment flashback <laughs> and now. <laughs> so what, he creeps in behind Kayla, carefully picks up the wrench, takes it back to the guy's apartment. Now you just put on a glove, take the wrench since uh, Kayla's about to clean it anyway, and just come up behind him and crack him with it later. I'll leave that. I'll, I'll I'll get my own wrench and hit him with oh, it. Okay. Leave the one that worries. Yeah, uh, that'll be uh, strength plus hitter. Thirteen. That's another D six. All right. Mastermind. And then yeah, Lyle will uh, leave him with his shattered teeth and uh, just walk away without saying anything. Intelligence plus mastermind plus D six plus D six plus D six. I almost wish I had physical dice so I could roll the pile. Alas. Complications won't matter here. Good, because those 3d6s were all ones. <laughs> God. Wow. How'd you do otherwise? I haven't rolled them yet. One sec. Maybe throw in your last plot point. And just let him keep one of the ones. Yeah, so that's that's a 12. And let me roll my dice. God. <laughs> All right, let me tell you what happens. Uh, so, the police come by and they find the, uh, assault weapon of one Joanne Harcourt sitting next to, uh, sitting next to the car of one, uh, Anatoly. Anatoly. (laughs) Um, as he goes home from his, uh, cocktail party, you're, you're waiting for him, Lyle. (laughs) and you crack him across the teeth with a wrench and run. The police come by, and he's just like, Oh, oh, thank God! Oh, God! He went, and then they put him in handcuffs and start searching his jacket, and they pull out a 70-carat diamond. Anatoly is surprised. (laughs) Mr. Rich... Mr. Uh... What was it? Denisovich, you're under arrest for grand, 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 grand larceny. <laughs> within within eight hours, uh, Lucas Crow is freed from captivity, and the um, the Kimberly Diamond is put back on display in the geology department under advanced guard. And one last thing happens: you guys open the envelope. Inside is an uncashable ch- is a an already cashed check. For seven million dollars, and on the uh, and on the tag from who it's from, impartial force. Ha! Huh. And that's where I'm going to end the session. Well, okay. Yeah. She just, just got complicated. Oh right, yeah, because impartial force is deal, does conflict diamond stuff. Yeah. Yeah, think about that. She just got real complicated. You guys have fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like the that. other two sessions, it took us a little bit to get going, but. We're still new to the system, and con schemes are hard. This is called the magic job. And unless anyone has any questions, comments, or suggestions, I'm going to call it an end there. All right. Good, Good night, night Internet. Good, Good night, night, Internet. Night.